Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Wednesday. That's Wednesday, September 26th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. Of course, we'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do, so take part. And the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. Uh, send us a text on anything at any time. That's Real Mobile 77031. I promise we'll look at it, read it, then decide whether we want to use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. We'll yes, work sir. off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, we get busy on Wednesdays. Right after the news with Mo, a little bit after four, a couple of minutes thereafter, the bonus round of closest to the pin. Of course, your opportunity, somebody's opportunity to win good fortune for the rest mm. of their life or face bad luck for 24 hours. And Jack's audio file, we've got the regular round of closest to the pin. Today's the day we talk with Scott Maxwell, who writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Shot Doctor's coming in for the uh, sports speed round, followed by Casting Call. Five-Minute Professor joins us today, PPT at the end of the program. Wow. Got to keep everything on schedule, don't you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody caught up with uh, Better Call Saul? No, I had to go back an episode. What do you mean, go back? I had I had not seen the last three or four, and then I started to watch the one that I thought was the one that I was left you off. Caught up, Jack? Oh, no, I'm Kim. Not. Uh, Are you caught up? You're oh, not Kim. Caught up. You're not caught up. Oh, right. Kim. You didn't see it. What I, did I, I watch last night? What are you watching? I've, what are you watching? It was Tuesday, right? Yes. Oh, I've been doing a comparison of the CBS Nightly News and the NBC Nightly News. So I watch them both, and Why? I compare to see which one I like better. Because I'm an NBC guy, I am and, too. and someone said, oh, you should watch Jeff Glor and the CBS. So I've been watching that for a few weeks, and now I watch them both, and it's repeating the same stuff. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. taking a lot of my time. This Brett Kavanaugh story is the best thing on TV. This is the, this is the, be- this is the best thing on television. How are you going to do it tomorrow? I what are we going to do? Well, I've, <laughs> what are we going to do? I'm going to be glued on. Number one, I think they're. What? You can't keep up with it. I, no. As when I was you... leaving, yeah. Jeff Flake, the senator, was on the floor of the United States Senate, essentially saying, "This is just a big Mesopotamia, and we got you know, it's just a gigantic mess." And I think he's calling for it to be delayed or something. He's or actually going to court. 
Somebody needs to he's, call. Somebody needs to call in the FBI. He's a wild card because he is a Republican senator, Who's but out? he's also not running for re-election. Has been a longtime critic of President Trump. Now I don't know if it's yeah. just the president who can call in the FBI, or the Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, or the Chairman of the House. This is the best thing on TV. I'm telling you, Michael Avenatti's now in it. There's a new. Yeah, there's the, a new. Three. There's three exactly. women now in front. It's all. Oh, it's all. Over the place. Yeah. Yeah, somebody only... needs to give it a couple of days, call in the FBI. You know, my Uncle Blanky was, <laughs> was a special agent with the FBI. Really? He would have he known how to take care of business. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but it only takes one Republican senator to say, I am not ready to confirm because they can't hold a vote if they don't have all 50 Republican senators. No, they to... could still vote on his nomination without approval from the Senate Judiciary Committee. Yeah, but they still, when they vote, they still need all 50 re- yeah, senators right. to approve. And there are 50 Republican senators, so if one of them strays, yeah, I think then uh, they, they actually hold a lot of power, whether it's Collins up in Maine or... Murkowski or, from Alaska. I think the yeah. pressure. And then the president's getting the, opening his yap today. I don't know why anybody thinks, including him, of course, he's not the brightest bulb, you know, in the socket. Uh, why, you know, with the allegations that have been made against him... You know, sexual harassment, sexual assault, you know, the Stormy Daniels, this and that. And he's talking about, and, and he's he's mouthing off. He's putting his two cents on this. He's not smart enough to say, geez, I'm going to stand back and see what happens. You can always find yourself another Supreme Court candidate. Yeah. I don't know. Now I got to, str- now I got to, I, I think this is maybe not going anywhere. What? You know what I think you should do? Nominate Merrick Garland. So anyway, it is. It's the best show on, as far as I'm concerned, on television. I, you know, when I get home, I start watching it. Then about 15 minutes into Chris Cuomo, I said, "That's it for me. I'm finished. I can't take it anymore." About two hours straight of this stuff. Let's hit the streets. And what did uh, say? yeah, let's as Cuomo's court. Let's go after it. Let's oh, hit the streets. Right. Then he starts preaching. You know, <laughs> like it's that 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 very intense, you know, journalism face that you know that you train for. Like I'm very concerned about what the country is confronting. You know, blah blah blah. You know, he's even getting better at this than Anderson Cooper. So I just like after that, then I go back to Seinfeld reruns mm. i can only take a couple of hours then in the morning it'll get wound up again with morning joe and then back and forth and then before i leave work hell's a popping poof hell's a popping with it's this damn thing yeah yeah new york times has a great uh, lead editorial today about questions that should be proffered to uh judge kavanaugh because everybody's like, well, I got to ask them. You know, now the Republican senators, they don't have enough courage to ask any questions. So they're handing it off they to hired a, that lady from uh, Arizona. a prosecutor uh-huh. who they refer to as their assistant. No, <laughs> but she's not it your says assistant. at Yale, one of the questions among uh, these maybe a dozen or more questions that the New York Times says would be legitimate questions to ask the judge. Let me see here. Um, also at Yale. You belong to an all-male secret society called Truth and Courage, which is known by the nickname. I'm not going to mention the nickname on the air. I'm not going to go there. <clears throat> uh, were you aware of this nickname? If so, do you believe it treats women with dignity and respect? This is the first I heard that he was a member of this club. Yeah. Truth and Courage? Truth and Courage. 
which Boy. was also known as never. I'm not going there. I'm not. Gonna, no. You're gonna have to look it up yourself. Oh, uh, bro. Yeah, no, you can look it up. It's really. Foul. I want you to look it up. You'll say I agree with you, Jim. There's no reason to mention that on the air. It's pretty foul. And not to paint with too too uh, too wide of a brush. Uh oh, what? <clears throat> oh, yeah, I mean, I I like to that. believe in the presumption of innocence. I really do. I I, I believe in that. I I, I think there are uh, thresholds that are being crossed that need not be. Whether it's people who are going after uh, Senator Ted Cruz, who I despise, but I think there's you know there, are, you know, even Ted Cruz and his wife deserve a certain amount of respect if they're dining alone, other than people barging in from some kind of anti-fascist group. You know, I don't look. I'm anti-fascist as much as the next guy, but you know, let the guy have his linguine and clam sauce in peace. <laughs> Where was I going with I'm this? I'm not sure, Jim. I got sidetracked with linguine. <clears throat> Hello, linguine. Do you? Yeah, and clam, clam sauce. sauce. Not red clam See, sauce. That's that's cheapo. That's yeah, copping out. But you could go marinara, and then it's like spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Linguine and clam sauce. You go with the clams. You go with the olive oil. You go with the sliced, uh, you know, garlic. Garlic. I you should know, try that. I've never had it. A little bit of uh, you know basil, this and that, oregano. Boom, you're ready to go. Oh, Where am I going with this? I don't know. I don't I'm know. Lost track. But you're a guy who believes in uh, rule of law and I do presumption believe, of innocence. I, I do believe in the rule of law. Yeah. I believe to, you and know, I try to believe in, right. uh, in um, you know, etiquette and, um, you know, civil activity. And I think disturbing anyone, uh, you know, if you have a difference in, in policy with somebody, then you find a candidate, you support the candidate, you go to the, you go to the public in the streets, do what you need to do. Take it to uh, the street. But that's not taken to the streets, oh. disturbing somebody uh, while they're dining in private. I don't believe. I think that's. I think it's low class, and all I all I think it does is uh, is uh, make the so called other side get really pissed off. Yep, <clears throat> doesn't help your cause. Between yesterday when we w- went off the air at seven, and today, there's now a third accuser. Yeah. in this Kavanaugh yeah. thing who submitted some allegations against not only the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, but against his best friend, Mark Judge, who apparently was in the room for some of this. And her quote today is so disturbing to me. That's nasty. I have a firm recollection of seeing boys lined up outside rooms at many of these parties, waiting for their quote, air quote, now turn, waiting for their turn with a girl inside the room. And these boys included Mark Judge and Brett Kavanaugh. I don't know why Mark Judge has not been subpoenaed to appear before uh, this committee. Anyway, boys will other be boys. than that, no, know, no, boys no, will no, be no. boys. Let's not say well, that. that's the line. That's the that's yeah, you know, know this is the way that some boys are. Seriously, not really. you want to raise a boy that way? Well, you know, boys are boys. Other than that, there's a kangaroo on the loose in South Florida. We'll oh, get into oh, that oh. as well. Somebody called Tom Sirmani. He's not the coach with the Orlando Pride anymore, but he knows some things about kangaroos. Let's put him on the case. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> He's got the Magic 
Oh, I know what I forgot when I lost my train of thought when it comes to Brett Kavanaugh. It's Brett Kavanaugh's high school uh, graduation picture, his senior picture. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And as soon as you see what? it, I saw, the first thing that comes to my mind is self-righteous prick. Oh. We knew them all in high school and college, didn't we? Oh. They usually belonged in college to ATO or they're a pike. Let's get to the news. Here's Mo. Oh, my. Well, there's some lead in, isn't it? Uh, let's talk about the weather. Speaking of self-righteous, yeah. Mo. Hey. The news. <laughs> let's talk about the weather, shall we? He's got that look. He's just got that. He's got smug, that self-righteous smug look yeah, on him. Yeah. Oh, now you're making me look it up. Yeah, look at his high school oh, yeah. photo and tell me you didn't know guys like that and you just wanted to punch him right in the kisser. <laughs> Let's talk I about knew him in high school, and I knew him in college. All right, the weather, and most Jim. of them were either in a, fr- in a and frat all boys, of them yeah. were frat boys. No. They steal your lunch money. Yeah, well, listen. Nobody steal- what? Hey, this is the little piston. Nah. Nobody stole my lunch money, bud. <laughs> you ran all away. Right, Plus, we didn't oh, lead, I got lead no lunch money. Time. I went to military okay, school. Okay, let's just take a break. I have no news time. Kirk is once again a tropical storm, Jim. Kirk has strengthened. Tropical uh, storm Kirk. A kick. National Hurricane Center locates at about a little less than 500 miles East of Barbados, it's moving west at uh, 18 miles an hour. They think it's going to stay tropical storm, so but it does look like it's coming into the Gulf, perhaps toward whoa, Mexico. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Look at Jay's hurricane page, yeah, please. I did. That's where I got it from. Uh, Spaghetti models. Kirk, it's going toward Mexico. Uh, Kirk, uh, olive. Mm. It's Kirk. The autopsy report on the man killed <laughs> in a Clearwater Stand Your nice. Ground case appears to indicate. Now, this is the autopsy report for that Clearwater convenience store parking lot Stand Your Ground case. The autopsy says that it appears to indicate, Jim, he was turning away from the shooter. Ooh. The Pinellas Pasco Medical Examiner's Office released the autopsy of Marquise McLaughlin. I would do if somebody was reaching for uh, you know, a pistol. Like, ah! Right. Uh, however, a medical examiner told uh, the Tampa Bay newspaper that the report is consistent with surveillance video that showed McLaughlin starting to back up and turn away mm. as the shooter, Michael Draca, drew his gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, more information coming out on that every day. An escaped kangaroo is hopping around South Florida, around Stewart, uh, <laughs> Florida. The kangaroo, whose name is Storm, escaped from an animal, animal sanctuary yesterday. Folks in the Jupiter Farms area of Palm Beach County have seen this marsupial all over the place, hopping along, and have posted videos to social media, but he remains on the loose. Looking for Sylvester the cat. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> What's a rematch? He's hopping. He's hopping around. He is a five. Does he have boxing gloves on? Mm. Pow, pow, no pow. satin shorts. That's right. <laughs> he's a five-year-old Eastern Gray kangaroo. Didn't Sylvester get his ass kicked? Mm, yeah. Literally. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. This uh, oh, storm, yeah. storm the kangaroo, Jim, is an Eastern Gray. That's his. Other oh, the badass. Uh, ones. Five year, five years old. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're calling it the Rue Hunt down there. And he's been out 24 hours. They still don't have him. The Rue Hunt. The Rue Hunt. Yeah. They, mm, Seminole County has enacted a new dog regulation that muzzles aggressive animals. Uh, it started last November <laughs> when a lady yeah. was walking her dog, little Yorkie, <clears throat> in Castleberry. When these two large dogs bolted from a front yard, one attacked the Yorkie and killed the dog. Mm-hmm. The large dogs, which had a long history of lunging at other dogs and other people, eventually were taken care of. But county officials said they were sent to the farm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. yeah. Way they, upstate. Mm, no, I think they might. Are they be, roam free. No, no. I think those large dogs that killed the Yorkie, I think, were uh, got the blue juice. I think they did. Mm-hmm. Seminole has a new countywide ordinance, Jim, that allows now allows animal control officers to deem aggressive any dog that chases. 
or causes an unprovoked minor injury to another dog or person. And you got to muzzle them, right? Yeah, that's correct. First step. The first step is you have to be labeled and have an aggressive dog certificate saying it's okay to have this dog. You have to renew that every year. Then you have to muzzle or leash them when you go outside with your owner. Mm -hmm. Uh, They can't bark and woof it up for longer than 15 minutes. I think that's a good idea. They have to be restrained by a leash. Nothing drives me crazier than... Now, see, this is the guy in my neighborhood. Dogs must be restrained by a leash. Thank you. Not wandering... Well, now you know what to do. Trotting along. Thank you. I'm taking pictures and videos all the time of this guy with no, with no leash. Anyway, and you also, I'm an offender of this, as are you. You have to pick up your dog, do. I don't. I don't either. But no, now I don't because I don't walk the dog. Oh. Uh, I try to let him out in the backyard, but my dog doesn't like the backyard. Catherine's the dog walker. Oh, I see. She, oh. she complies. I see. There's no, no problem with that. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Because she follows rules. She does. According to a new study. Nice stu- lady. According to a new study. She is. I'm not, sorry. I'm just, I'm not walking. You're the, not a nice I'm not lady. Walking, I'm not walking the dog. We'll play some bouncy ball, you know. Yeah. But I'm not walking the, I'm not walking the dog because I do, I'm, I'm not picking up the uh, it's out of respect for poop. your neighbors. Yeah, I know it is, but I don't want to do it. Therefore, I don't walk the dog. All right, fine. And I, I put my hands just I, in a bag. It's, it's in a bag. I know it's in a bag. Right. It's still. I know what it is. I know. Get a smaller dog then. Because it's, it's smaller poop. Yeah, it's yeah. easier. <laughs> according to a new study. Vacuum it up. According to a new. Well, that's why I walk Take my dog on my property. Portable here. wet vac you know. with you. Um, according that's not to a bad idea, just walk it on it your gross. property. Like then you don't pick up. If you just walk it on your property, you don't have to worry about picking up. Oh, let, you know, let her out the back. Yeah. She's fine. Or Catherine right. walks it. I'm not. You know, right. I'm not. I'm not involved in this. Mo, not everyone has five acres on a no, lake like you do. I don't have do. any of that. No. Yeah. According to a new study, more than 180 thousand children in Florida live with parents who are really young, between the ages of 18 and 24, and nearly 80 percent of them are in low-income households. So this is real. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of the highest percentages in the country of 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 kids who have really young parents and who are su- are poor. Thank you, Rick Scott. Um, yeah, there are a lot of different challenges Uh-oh. faced by young families. Um, one of them, of course, is that they may not have an education, they may not have a real good job, but they are trying now to come up with some policies to assist young parents who may lack resources like uh, child care, so that they can go to work. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll have more news with Mo. we got birthdays. we got food. we got a bonus round, the closest to the pin at 4. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio, 104.1. As I write about Kavanaugh's senior class picture. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I've seen guys like that before. Yeah, exactly. But then again, I'm not sure I didn't look too different. No, <laughs> you looked a lot different than that prick. Oh, Hey, don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Back to the news. Here's more. No, you'll be happy Sorry. with today. Today is a September 26th. Happy birthday to my little brother. Happy to- birthday. Today is September 26th, 2018. And today is two food days that are fan-damn-tastic. What's that? The first is National Pancake Day. Yeah, you got to love a pancake. Right? Yeah. You go wrong with a pancake. Yeah. Pancake. Even okay. if it's made by a robot. And number two is National Key Lime Pie Day. Two fantastic okay. foods don't go together necessarily. As but Jim would real- say, there's there's something about a good key lime pie. There is Problem someone. is finding a good key well, lime pie. Well, it should pie. be green, number one. Or yellow. If it's oh. green, that's not a true key lime pie. Yeah. And it should be made with true key lime key lime juice. You yeah. can find bottles of it. It's not hard to make. Mm-mm. The hard part is getting the top nice and brown, that, yeah. that what do you call that? The, the meringue. The meringue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. 
So today a lot is- of key lime pies. They don't have meringue. They got a, a squirt of you know. Oh, cool whipper, ready, ready whip. Or whip. Or well, works. Oh, it's now that's restaurant key lime pie. I'm talking about homemade. Oh, who's my mother that? used to make? Mm. Your mother didn't make key lime pie. I like to think she would. All right, fine. <laughs> she was still she, alive. And uh, B from Mayberry. Uh, the woman bitten by a shark who is now recuperating in South Florida says she is not blaming the shark today. Well, well thank you. <laughs> 31-year-old Maggie Ewing said the black tip shark was going for the fish on her spear when it bit her in the hand. Mm. She's from Massachusetts. Mm. She was released finally from the hospital today where she, she said underwent... it had black eyes like doll's eyes. No, no, black That rolled back, yeah. Mm. No. And no life in them until they bite you. And she's not giving up spearfishing, so she's not, you're not keeping uh, her out of the yeah, water. 1,500 men went in the water only, I don't know. And mean, came you know. out or something. Yeah, I don't know. Ever uh, read that story? Uh, Nasty. Uh, the poll, uh, they have done a new political. About the Indianapolis. No, I know oh, that, yes. and I, but I, I remember the scene from Jaws, yeah, but I never book. read about it yeah, beyond that. Not, uh, not, not a lot of fun okay. to read Okay. A poll that had Florida U.S. <clears throat> Senate race in a dead heat just a couple of weeks ago now has different numbers. Democratic incumbent Bill Nelson has a seven-point lead. The Quinnipiac nah. survey of likely voters give Nelson 53 to 46% for Governor Rick Scott. Nelson has a 16-point lead among independent voters. The issue was not addressed in the poll, but uh, Quinnipiac pollster Peter Brown believes the controversy over Brett Kavanaugh's nomination think so. is hurting Rick Scott. And I think uh, the number of people who come out and vote for... Uh, for Andrew uh, Gillum? For Gillum. Mm-hmm. You know, if they just go... D D D D D D down the ballot, then uh, uh, it's okay. curtains for Scott. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got a little. Uh, Yesterday we had pizza. a meeting around here, and <laughs> all the, they talked <laughs> about just they absolutely <laughs> said fantastic things about podcasts. And guess who's getting a podcast? Shut Moira. Up. No, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd mm-hmm. has his Close own enough. weekly podcast. I don't know if it's on iHeart, but it should be. Jim. Get off my lawn. It's screaming. Somebody, yeah. Sheriff Judd is known nationally for his no holds barred press conferences in which he often tells criminals to do your illegal activity elsewhere, not in Polk County. Well, he seemed to show up in Polk County a lot. Why is that, Grady? Not surprisingly, the name of his podcast, Not in My County. <laughs> you know something? It's he's funny, a piece right? Of work. He's not he's, the worst. He is. It's not a bad idea. I, I would listen. I would too. Not in my county. Just like you would do not on my lawn. You know, it's the same kind of thing. No, it's get off my lawn. Oh, well, that's yeah. what I meant to say. Florida teacher down in Port St. Lucie has lost her job because the kids who didn't turn in their homework, she gave a zero. Seems pretty normal, right? I do it. I just don't want to do the interviews. <laughs> Oh, you could just make it your own self then. It could just be all it you. It could be a rant. A, huh? It, it could, could be a rant, yeah. It could be 20 minutes of hell. 20 oh, minutes of Get idea. off my lawn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about Jim's rant? No. I, I like get off my lawn. At least yeah. it has the yeah, cachet of saying, what the hell's that okay. all about? I'd make it a 10-minute rant. This teacher was fired then down in Port plug St. Plug it in. Lucy. I'm not him again. Mm. She insisted on giving <laughs> the students a zero, even though in the district handbook, it yeah. says if they don't turn in their work, they get a 50. Oh. She's like, no. If you don't turn in your work, you get a big goose egg zero in my... What happened to us? I know. Or an F. No, you get a zero, a big fat zero. Oh, we used to get an F. No, I didn't get an F. Well, I don't even know if I ever got a zero. I never got an F. I didn't get a zero either. I never got an F. I've never been to get an F in phys ed. 
I didn't do well in phys ed. Why do you say it like that? Couldn't like climb the rope. I couldn't climb the rope. Oh. Did no. you break your wrist? I broke my wrist jumping hurdles, and I fainted every year doing the presidential 600-mile walk run. <laughs> it was the 600-yard run walk. 600 thing. yards and you fainted? Uh-huh. It was Miami. It was very hot. Anyway, so that was that. The I was sun talking, is different there. It's, I, it's, it's so tropical heat, Jim. It's very, very steamy. It's a, it's a different light down there. Seriously. Anyway, she defends herself and says, if you don't turn in your work... Guess what? Big goose egg. And the school board said, uh, the principal said, that's not our policy. They fired her. Uh, She may get her job back. She posted it on Facebook. It's been shared all over the place, social media. Um, She hopes her students learned a lesson, even if it wasn't about history. If it was about how the process works, she said, uh, you know, she was not going to give in and give them a 50 for giving no work. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What uh, what class was this? For uh, history. What grade? Uh. You're asking a lot of questions. I know. Uh, I learned that in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, she was at a school that was K through eight, so somewhere in there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It, oh, U.S. history, so it must be middle eighth graders. She had the senior class, eighth I graders. I got to turn something in. So they're, you know, what? They're 11, you know, or whatever, and they're going to go off to high school next year. And guess what? The School of Hard Knocks says, uh-huh. if you don't turn in your assignment, sweetheart, you get a, a zero. Not a problem. Yeah, I'd like to know, what was the assignment? It was a, the assignment. Now, that I do know. What was it? Uh, the assignment is, um, oh, wait a minute, I just had it. Oh, she assigned them Ow. all to do an explorer notebook project. You know, talking about explorers in the U.S. You know, Lewis and Clark or whoever it is, they're doing an explorer notebook project. And damn it, these kids, some of them turned it in, some of them in her mind, and it, she says, I am standing behind this. <clears throat> no work, no credit. How hard can it be? Vasco da Gama. See? Thank Come you. On. Manifest destiny. Thank Hello. You. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the um. Everybody's gonna do Lewis and Clark, right? Yeah. The, yeah. This is the way you get an A. You get but away you from do, Lewis and Clark. How about this? Do Henry Hudson? Do something a little different. Not bad, Henry See? Hudson. Henry I like Hudson Henry points. Hudson. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what? Henry what? Hudson? Are you kidding me? Know. Hudson Bay, baby. Hudson Point, the River. Yeah, Hudson River. Right points for Henry Hudson, man. Points. Oh, There's a whole bay named no, after she's that sitting guy. there. Said, "God, another damn paper on Lewis and Clark." Oh, look at this. Mo turned in a report on Henry Hudson. A. Number one, I'm going to read it because a. it'll be something new. That's right. And I'll get an A. Nary a report on the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> That's not an explorer. And anyway. It's like in the 1960s. <laughs> <laughs> no one's exploring. They were exploring. Mo in college. Yes. No. Senator Jeff Flake from Arizona is not especially looking forward to tomorrow's big hearing in the Judiciary Committee. Oh, I am. On the Senate floor, he said there is such toxicity on Capitol Hill that he doesn't think he'll get anything accomplished on the Senate floor. So he and another senator, a Democrat, mind you, the two Republican Democrats, they went to court to stop this thing. Oh, boy. They said, this is so toxic. The culture in the Senate is so screwed up. We can't get any action here. We're going to the the court system. It's all Alex Alex Jones' fault. How is it his fault? Yeah, it just is. I'm so sorry. Uh, just the the latest update with um, with Kavanaugh. Uh, now a third woman co- has come forward with new allegations accusing him of mm, inappropriate behavior while oh, he was in high school. Her name is Julie Swetnick. Uh, she attended, she said, well over 10 parties where Kavanaugh was present. A, saw him drink excessively. B, engage in abusive and physically aggressive behavior toward girls, including pressing up against them. With a, you know how that is. Yeah. The press up against... You know that grinding, press and grind? He did a lot of press and grind, uh, Can apparently. you show us? 
No, I don't want you to show me. Me you to show a you. Press and grind. I, a never press did, and grind. I never did a press and but grind. This guy did press and I'm grind. I'm accused of a lot of a lot of uh-huh. things, but none of this stuff that they talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents raised a good boy. Press and grind is how she described it. Uh, I don't want to press and grind. He pressed against them. Sounds like and you're making he, a sandwich. And then yeah. he grind. You know, he would yeah. grind, uh, grind his business yeah, into what's there. that Italian sandwich that's pressed. It's a grinder. Is, no. no, no, no. What is a that? Panini. A panini. Yeah, he's doing a panini. Giving him the old panini. The old panini. Here, look at this. Give him the old panini. <laughs> oh boy. Sorry, the I'm, pressing grind. That's I really wrong. For that. So you don't make light of people like this. It's not nice. I know it's not, but you gotta, mm. you know, it's All a right. panini. Mm. All right. It's I a, don't. It's a cabin. I'd this. like that. Cabin or panini. No, no, there's nothing. There's got no, no it's no. got no oomph to it. It's no. a panini. Yeah, you're right. Hey, cabin knock off the panini, okay? Stop it. Press and grind. Get away from me, creepy guy. Ew. Anyway, <laughs> the girl was 15. Uh, who saw all this press and grind stuff, and yeah. then also saw them lining up to all take a turn with the, with the girl in the room. They call it training. You're in train, choo choo train, but not choo choo. You're Running doing a little. I'm aware of what it is, yeah. but oh, uh, that's very uh, that's very disturbing. Mm-hmm. I, and she saw, you know, said Mark Judge and locker Pat- room talk. Uh, yeah, boys, boys, boys. boys. No, yeah. that's not right. A female sex crimes prosecutor will be the one who questions Doctor Ford tomorrow if it goes off um, as planned. On behalf of the Republicans, she won't question for the Democrats. She'll only question for the Republicans. She is a Republican, the by the way. going to be feared. This is going to be... I'll, wait a minute. What? I'll bet you a dollar. Oh, payment. here we go. Within the okay. first five minutes, a Democratic senator yells out, point of order, Mr. Yeah. Chairman, point of order. No deal. No. Come Don't on. take it. That's, come on. Five minutes, the first five, five minutes? Five minutes. It's been five no, seconds. No deal, sir. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. want to do it the other way? Say no senator will yell point of order within <laughs> oh, the first you, five okay. minutes. I love when he gets you like I don't, this. I don't like these prop bets. Oh, but you got to sure, take one sure. or the other. No senator will say point no of order point of in order the first order five, in five minutes. minutes. I say a senator yells out point of order. All right, bro. All right, so who says no? I, I say, say yes. No. What? I say a senator yells out. A Democratic senator within the first five minutes will say or yell Mr. Chairman, point of order. So you say they will yell out. I do. Within five minutes. Within five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. All right. And you took it? Yeah. I think it's a good bet. Why wouldn't I take that? No, I think he's. I think the odds are in his favor. Yeah, I'm And nobody's going to gonna yell out? I'm about to be owed Not like the first five minutes. Because he might. Grassley could speak for five minutes. How much do I owe you now? Yeah. Uh, a it's, a, it's a pretty good it's amount. It's a considerable amount. What did you say, though? You th- said $30? It's a yeah. tidy sum. I'm I don't owe you guessing. 30 I owe you some money, but I don't owe you $30. I'm just guessing. <laughs> he paid off in pizza today. Mm. I've got an aluminum baseball bat. I'm going to take off $5 just because you said I owe you 30 Well, how Listen, rude. Bill Cosby, speaking of gropers and, you know, it's sexual impropriety, Panini's. he was sentenced yesterday. Uh, now we find out he owes his lawyer some serious money. Mm-hmm. TMZ is reporting that uh, the cause owes over $280,000 in unpaid legal fees for a sexual assault case. Yeah, that's nothing to him. $280,000. He's 81 years old. He also has to pay on top of that a $25,000 fine and co- and court costs and pay the lawyers for the His net pro- worth is at least $200 million. And he's got to pay for the is prosecution fees. Yeah, I'm just saying. How much? $200 million at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody have an answer? No, I, yeah, I have an oh. answer. I'm waiting for you, anyone else to guess. Mm-mm. Oh, cool. I get to guess this. 200? Yeah. You just looked it up. No, I didn't look it up. I'm going to go with 120. Okay. Mo? I'm not in. Why? Oh, I don't know. We're betting? No. No. Just, no we're just, just, just a number. Mo. Okay, 300. 
What a ridiculous number. $400 million. I love this. A lot of money. Wow. It is a lot of money. A man is receiving nearly $3 million from the Chicago Archdiocese over claims he sexually abused a boy by and and hid it. Uh, The man sued the Archdiocese in 2013, so that's five years ago, claiming that uh, priest Daniel McCormick abused him when he was a student. Oh, why didn't he come forward? See, when they're boys, it's like, oh, we understand, son. That was embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. It was shameful. But and women, it's like, you should have told your parents. You should have gone to the cops. Donald Trump says you should yeah. call the FBI. Call the FBI? No. What teenager is going to call the FBI? You don't call the FBI. I mean, it's a when serious uh, a crime, but it's not It's not a... You don't call the FBI. No. What a dimwit he is. God, this priest, so... the priest about eight years, no, maybe ten years ago, pleaded guilty to sexually abusing five boys and was sentenced to five years in prison, and he's already cost the Chicago Archdiocese millions yeah. Guy, in uh, other laws. He gets ass-raped by a priest and says, oh, well, I understand Oof. why he wouldn't well, come really? forward. I mean, I understand why he wouldn't say anything. You know, a woman is sexually abused or raped. I say, well, why didn't she tell somebody? Step up, honey. Yeah, that's what they're saying in Washington. What was she wearing? I, yeah, what she's wearing yeah, is was not... was she drunk? A, no, it doesn't matter. You know, what well, she was wearing. Well, that's the line. That's the line they've been using forever. Well, you know, it's really all she her was, fault. She was wearing something provocative. Actor Jeffrey Owens from The Cosby Show, speaking of Cosby, uh, is donating this $25,000 gift he received from rapper Nicki Minaj. She gifted him the money after she learned that he was working at Trader Joe's. Remember this? Make uh, it out. Owens told TMZ, instead of keeping the donation, he's sending the funds to the actor's home in Englewood. In memory That's a of the guy who played Bill Cosby's father. I like this guy. Nice guy. I like yeah. this guy, he too. He does seem like a mensch, yeah. So that's that. Um, uh, in other Cosby news, Jim, uh, his publicist says that this whole trial and sentence and all that, the whole trial he calls racist. That's BS. And accuses the women of making money off black men. That's BS. And people of all, all shades and stripes need to stand up and call it BS. The guy's a sexual predator. What it is, uh, what yeah. he is, and uh, there's no defense for somebody like this. Mm. Yeah, you know, I heard the the PR guy or the attorney last night saying something to the effect, "Well, we all know how white America has been persecuting black men and blah blah." He's a sexual predator. Mm. Yeah. So call it what it is instead of this non, you know, thing. it's just nonsense. Playing the race Jesus you're card. The, yeah, you're playing oh, the race card. card. You're playing too, the Jesus yes. card. You're right. playing the whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. Just zip it, will you please? Zip it. After Will Smith had his big birthday yesterday, 50. Happy birthday, Will. And he is safe and sound after a death-defying stunt that he did on his 50th birthday. What did he do? He jumped out of a helicopter over a gorge near the Grand Canyon. His wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, his wife, his kids, and other members of his friends and family were on hand to watch. He did some bungee jump. That's nothing. Out of a helicopter? No. I'll tell you what's tough is is getting on the back of a horse and diving into a pool at Atlantic City. Thank you. Thank you. That's something. They still do that. They don't don't do that anymore, do they? No, they don't. Not in the United States. That was the downfall of Atlantic City when they stopped Mm. that. Yeah. I have. Well, I think seen... they went to mules. Don't yeah, but with a helicopter, you bungee yeah. jump out of Boing. a helicopter. Yeah. The no. key to bungee jumping successfully okay. is that the bungee cord is shorter than the distance traveled. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's why I like jumping. When I bungee jump, I prefer to bungee <laughs> jump from a fixed point, not a movable platform. It must be scarier. Yeah, because what if you oh. shoot up into the blades? Aye, no. aye, aye. Or the helicopter Ooh. drops a little too low, Whoa. and then your bungee no, hits the right. ground. No, you got okay. to grease, grease the wheel a little bit. You know, you, here's 20. You know, when I jump, 
go up 50 feet. A little feet. bit up. <laughs> Will you please? Yep. Videos on real radio. I knew that there was a thing called Hot Cheetos. I did not know it could make you sick. Oh, uh, Little Zan. Yes, rapper Little Zan had to go to the hospital this week because he ate too many Hot Cheetos. Oh, Little Zan. He said this fiery snack made something in his stomach tear, and then he started to vomit blood, and all of this had to have it all sewed up and back to normal. Hot Ooh. Cheetos. Yeah, that oh, backfire. It eats through your <laughs> the, your stomach lining or something. Mm-hmm. Honest to God. Ryan Reynolds, Jim, will be selling gin. And, uh, not gin and tonic, just plain old gin on Virgin Atlantic Airlines. Oh, the star of Deadpool has his own brand of gin called Aviation American Gin. Ooh, get over just thinking of gin. And the company landed a deal with Richard Branson's Virgin Atlantic Airlines to serve that particular gin on the flights. Branson and Reynolds will reportedly mm. launch this collaboration on Sunday and appear in ads together. Nice All right, let's get some guys. birthdays. Okay, I got other celebrity news. We'll come back schedule. to Happy, happy birthday to Serena Williams. Oh, Serena. Oh, how old Williams. is she now? 36? Runner up. Always a bridesmaid. 38, never the bride. 37? On the dot right there. Oh! Unfair. You set Fake him up. News. Seriously, dude. You set him up. I just threw out what I thought, you know, oh. then he closed the gap and, oh. you know. God. How are we so good at framing the right I have answer? no idea. I, I don't know. I really would like you guys to. I think we feel to, bad for him. I would like you guys to have that well-deserved credit for me getting this. Kapoya! Kapoya! Happy, happy you. birthday, Jack, to Olivia Newton-John. Oh, let's get physical, yeah. shall we? Sandy. She's got, a re, uh, she's got cancer again. Really? Oh, oh that's sad. Oh. Relapse. I'm tired of cancer. I don't know if it's a relapse or whether she's got a new Some form. New kind of- I would like us to have a cure for cancer, if we could, please. Uh, Olivia Newton-John, let's go uh, 60. Ooh, I don't know. Because I think, all right, I'll go 62. Think do, it, do it, do it, do it. Oh, Tell me, do it, man. 61. No, she's 70, Jim. Oh, oh really? my God. You get the point there. Well, she she looks was so younger. hot wearing those oh, bicycle, my God. Those that was years black ago. shiny pants in you, Greece. You should have never seen that. I've never seen that movie the whole way through. Oh, that's oh, you're missing out on a classic. All right. Now, Jim, back to you. Uh, happy, happy birthday to our final birthday for today, yeah. Linda Hamilton from Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that Linda yeah, Hamilton. Correct. Yeah, 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 I don't know yeah, if there's yeah, another. 53. Ooh. Too young. Mm, too young. Yeah, Older. Too young. Older. 60. That's what I was going to say, but you were wrong, so I'm glad I didn't. 58. Pinkman, 62. Nah, take that. And that's the Lottie Dodgers. Call me Moira. All right, we'll take a little break. Uh, Pinkman's going to open up the lines. He'll pick one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. You win. Good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose 24 hours of bad luck. All coming up next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is... Closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Alex is online for this bonus round of Closest to the Pin. He'll play against Pinkman if he wins good fortune for the rest of his life. Not Pinkman, but Alex. Should Alex lose to Pinkman, bad luck for 24 hours. Uh, Pinky, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Set your handicap for the afternoon. Let's go from there. Alex, how are you this afternoon? Doing great. How are you, sir? Pretty good, Alex. Thank you very much. I got ten questions for you, buddy, including that crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yes, 
sir. All right, nice and loud into the telephone, into the mob bell, so I can record your answers. Here we go. Countdown for Alex. Uh, in three, two, one, begin. Alex, President Trump has been speaking at the United Nations. The U.N. was formed in what year? Uh, 1935. How many member states now belong to the United Nations? 57. The United Nations won the Nobel Prize for Peace in what year? Ooh, 56. No, Alfred Nobel is credited with inventing dynamite. He died in what year? 35. Alfred E. Newman, What Me Worry, is associated with Mad Magazine. The first issue of Mad Magazine was released in what year? 1989. Newman was a character on the hit TV show Seinfeld and played by veteran actor Wayne Knight. How old is Wayne Knight? 67. Wayne Knight played the evil computer wizard in the movie Jurassic Park that was released in what year? 86. How many acres comprise Lake Eola Park in downtown Orlando? Uh, 58 years. Remember TV show, TV talk show host Ricky Lake? How old is Ricky Lake? She is going to be 67. All right, get it within 25. You went outright. If Ricky Lake was a crow in the town of Hastings on the Hudson in New York State, her place of birth, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Ossining, New York? I'm going to go with 75. Time. All Woo! right, there you go. 75. Bring Pinkman back in. Got his time. All right. Pinkman coming in. I have his answers. Yeah. You, Mo has the answers. I do. Jim has the questions. Everybody has something. Yes. Everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. By the way, we'll get into this in a few minutes, but now uh, Senator Lindsey Graham uh, says that uh, Brett Kavanaugh is no uh, Bill Cosby. That's his defense now. He's no, <laughs> he's no Bill Cosby. Okay, we'll get into it later. I was getting really... Was, uh, you know, she's speaking at triple speed now. All right, Pinkman, roll those dice to determine your handicap. We set it at 18. Whatever you roll, we'll add to that. Okay. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh a four. Bad. Well, not bad. 22. You have a shot here, Pinky. Ten questions, including the crow question. Are you ready? Yes. Swapper <laughs> Jr. In three, two, one. Pinky, President Trump has been speaking at the United Nations. The U.N. was formed in what year? 1943. How many member states now belong to the United Nations? Uh, 38. The United Nations won the Nobel Prize for Peace in what year? 1961. Alfred Nobel is credited with inventing dynamite. He died in what year? Uh, that would have been 1921. Alfred E. Newman, What Me Worry, is associated with Mad Magazine. The first issue of Mad Magazine was released in what year? 1963. Newman was a character on the hit TV show Seinfeld and played by veteran actor Wayne Knight. How old is Knight? He is 65. Wayne Knight played the evil computer wizard in the movie Jurassic Park that was released in what year? 1993. How many acres comprise Lake Eola Park in downtown Orlando? Yeah, 21. Remember TV talk show host Ricky Lake? How old is Ricky Lake? She is 55. Get it within 25. You went out right if Ricky Lake was a crow in the town of Hastings on the Hudson in New York State, her place of birth. She would have to fly how many miles to reach Austin, New York? Uh, 71. Time. Oh, boy. All right, I'll score it. Tough question. UN formed in what year, Alex said? 1935. Pinkman. 43. 1945. Pinkman. Oh, How many so member close. states now belong to the United Na United Nations? Alex says. 57. Pinkman. 38. 193. Uh, Alex ties the game. The United Nations won the Nobel Prize.
Prize for Peace in what year? Alex said? 1956. Pinkman. 61. 2001. Pinkman. Alfred Nobel, credited with inventing dynamite. He died in what year? Alex said? 1935. Pinkman. 1921. 1896. Pinkman is up three to one. Alfred E. Newman, associated with Mad Magazine, the first issue of Mad Magazine, released in what year? Alex said? 1989. Pinkman. Mm, 1963. 1952. All right. Newman, a character on the hit TV show Seinfeld, played by veteran actor Wayne Knight. How could you forget him? How old is Wayne Knight? Alex said? <laughs> 67. Pinkman. 65. 63. Oh, oh yes. Oh, Pinky's up 5-1. Wayne Knight played the evil computer wizard in the movie Jurassic Park, released in what year, Alex said? 86. Pinkman. 93. Right on the money, 1993. Oh, Pinkman, you're going away with it here. Points. How many acres comprise Lake Eola Park in downtown Orlando, Alex said? 50. Pinkman. 21. 23. Ooh, so close. Remember your TV talk show host Ricky Lake? How old is Ricky Lake, Alex said? 67. Pinkman. 55. 50. Pinkman is running oh, away with yeah. it. Your only chance now, Alex, is this. Oh, the crow question. Oh, no. I Get it within 25. It went out right if Ricky Lake was a crow in the town of Hastings on the Hudson in New York State, her place of birth. She would have to fly how many miles to reach Austin, New York? Alex said. 75 miles. Pinkman. He really just squeezed under him at 71 miles. Now, in fact, if Ricky Lake was a crow in the town of Hastings on the Hudson and wanted to fly to Austin, she'd have to fly a total of... Twelve miles. Oh, Pinkman oh, wins God. that question and Ooh. wins the game. Oh, Sorry, Alex. Bad luck for you. Oh. Twenty-four hours of bad luck for you starts right now. Remember, close <laughs> only counts in horseshoes. I wish you luck, Alex. Good job. And closest <laughs> to the <laughs> What's my record? Seventy-six, fifty-six. That's all right. Eh. That's pretty good. Yeah. Lindsey Graham, of course, who uh, sits on the Judiciary Committee, uh, has now commented, I don't think in a press conference, but in one of those by-the-by. They grabbed him in the hallway, yeah. And he says mm-hmm. that uh, Brett Kavanaugh is no Bill Cosby. He's no Bill Cosby. That's a stupid thing to say. That's his defense. Just, now. In a way, say anything. Hmm. He's no Bill Cosby. He's not. That's what they say. He certainly isn't. Mm-hmm. I just... That's what Fox is reporting, Jim. Politicians are great at, at talking. They're just not very good at asking questions. That's one of the reasons why these Republicans have selected a prosecutor out of what, Arizona? Mm-hmm. Uh, to serve as their, if you want to call it surrogate or their assistant, oh. because they're not, uh, they're not strong enough or courageous enough mm. to uh, ask questions of Brett Kavanaugh's accuser. What a cop-out. But Lindsey Graham now saying, well, you know, no hey, Bill Cosby. No Bill Cosby. Cut him a break, will you? Yeah, boys will be boys. The president is holding a, a rare news conference tonight on the eve of this really? Kavanaugh thing. Yep. <laughs> What's he going to say? He wants oh. to, you know, he wants to get in it, you know, and. He's going to go way off script. Look at me. Look at me. Isn't he? <laughs> wow. Oh, He's going off script. Something's going to happen. What was I going to watch tonight? Oh. Uh, going to be uh this is you know a lot of people of course are not into politics a lot of people if you went to the streets of orlando and said who's brett kavanaugh i think a majority of would probably say i don't know we couldn't find eight people yesterday to name him that's true and And but for people who are into paul i mean if you're into tv i'm telling you this is the best show on tv now the president says he's disappointed that uh despite kavanaugh and his wife doing a sit down with Fox. They couldn't put the allegations to rest, and the congressional Uh-oh. Republicans couldn't put it to rest. So he's going to pull the nomination. He's going to go out there. He's taking the reins of this narrative, is what he says. 
He is taking the reins of this narrative. He's no longer leaving it to the Republicans on the Hill. He's no longer leaving he's it right. to Kavanaugh. I'm taking it over, he said. You know, he is. He's taking the reins because the narrative will change, I bet, after he speaks. Mm-hmm. That will be the new narrative. It may not be what in his favor, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> but it's going to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you a dollar. Oh, here, here we go, go Pinkman. Open up your wallet. Jeez, I'm really going on a limb here. Yeah. Oh, I love these. Uh, I love how he sets you up with that statement. Uh-huh. I'll bet you a dollar. He pulls the nomination. Whoa. I'm not saying tonight. Oh, well, what? I'm bet you in a dollar that the president pulls the nomination before this is over with. Well, pulls Kevin uh, off the uh, table. I don't want to interfere yeah. with your bet. Takes right. his name off the table. What Pink do you say? Bin? Yes or Excuse no? Do you have me. anything could, to say? Could I have a word with my consigliere? No. What's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm no gonna never be a, there will never oh, be a on. vote on, on Brett Kavanaugh to be a Supreme Court judge. They will Different pull, bet. He, he will pull the nomination. That's the that's, bet. Well, that's the bet. Trump well, if pulls he pull, Kavanaugh well, if he pulls the, well, pulls what, the nomination, there's not going to be a vote. Well, what I was going to ask is what if Brett Kavanaugh uh, pulls back and, and he backs out? He's not going to back out. Okay, so you say President Trump will pull the nomination. Yes, correct. Yes. Okay, deal. Yes. One dollar. See, doesn't yeah, it say face? For you. If they want to do that, doesn't it say face for them to allow Brett, for everyone for Brett Kavanaugh to say, "Listen, I don't want to put my family through this anymore. It's ridiculous. No, thank you." I'm letting you win all these bets, so I don't have to buy your wedding present. It's the <laughs> Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. It's a good pizza today. You know, something just, you know, it kind of kicks in. I said, let's get some pizza. We did. Oh, yeah, that was yummy. What I, what I really like about this pizza is the first time I had it, I was like, wow, that's good pizza. That I'm always pizza. on the lookout for these independent pizza shops that make good pizza. And then it's like, well, I wonder if you go back, is it still going to be good? Every time I've went. What? Every time I've went. Gone. No, no, gone. Every, no, every time I went to this place. You know place. who used to have over no. in. No, 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 no. No, I mean no. the same. I know. No. It's not the same no. area. No. It's kind of close, though. Yeah, yeah. Is it five minutes? Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. <laughs> hey, boys and girls, I'd like to tell you that there will be no politics in today's audio file. How is that possible? I would like to tell you that. Why? However, it's not possible. <laughs> Do it. So we go to the president of the United States, POTUS, President Donald J. Trump, number 45, mm. speaking at the United Nations. This is an organization he is belittled in the past, gave a speech a year ago where he coined the phrase Rocket Man, referring to, (laughs) which he thinks is one of his best as far as (laughs) nicknames. Uh, He might be right as um, talking about Kim Jong-un. This year, it was more uh, positive statements about the North Korean leader. And uh, but he did get, you know, some laughs. Unfortunately, they weren't where he was hoping to get laughs. Here's a little clip from the president's speech yesterday at the United Nations. Here is POTUS coming up right now, mm-hmm. because I know the United Nations, not United Nations, Mo. You know, I do. They always stand in front of that green marble. Yeah, yeah, wall. yeah. totally. That's how you That's always nice. know it's the United Nations. Here it is, the president. It's that green marble. Here's the president, the United Nations. In less than two years, my administration has accomplished more than 
almost any administration in the history of our country. America's so true. Didn't expect that reaction, but that's okay. See the look on his face when yeah. that happened? Like, oh, whoops. You got like, slapped, didn't you? It's like busted. Yeah. <laughs> so, And I was wondering about that. It's like, all right, why is this different? And it's because if you think about it, when no, when he says the, the ridiculous stuff, the hyperbole, the, the, the stuff that is just is flat out not true, yes. it's campaign it's that's his red it's, meat stuff that that stuff you say at a campaign rally right. where you have your supporters just yeah of course yeah you did more than anyone right absolutely correct you know or he's saying it in a press court with the press court may follow up with a question you're not going to get the laughter but this is on a stage with his contemporaries i'm sure he doesn't think he has any but these are fellow world leaders and they're like well you know why it you took serious? so long for it to laugh the, the translator. translation yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't come through, and then it was like a gap. See it. the German delegation? Because he made that crack about Germany and oh, they're getting yeah. this and that with Russia and their energy needs and this and that. And you look at the Germans, and I think actually one of them is, uh, if you read his lips and then translate it into English, uh-huh. it would come out, what the are you talking they about? They look at one another like, what is he talking about? Like, and they're, they're actually laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. This guy doesn't know what he's talking yeah. about. MAGA, baby. Well, MAGA. sweet as rain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good morning. Guten Tag. Mm. I mean, good morning. Strudel. Well, well we he's know what strudel. that is. Strudel. Uh, strudel. Uh, strudel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, the president didn't have time to worry about Germany or how he was received at the UN because he had to get to defending his Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. By attacking someone, so let's de- attack the Democrats. Here's President Trump. They're trying to convince. You know they don't believe. They don't believe it themselves. Okay, they know he's a high quality person. They don't believe him. It's just resist and obstruct. What? So he's saying the Democrats don't even believe that. Uh, you know he did these. Uh, horrible things in high school or college. They're, they're just using him for political purposes, political gain. Press conference tonight. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fun. I wonder wow. if he's going to oh, step in it. A third accuser. Of course. Uh, Kavanaugh and others used drugs, alcohol to take advantage of girls at parties. That is uh, Julie Swetnick, who's being represented by Michael Avenatti. That's and, the latest one to come forward, yep, right? Yep, the third. And mm-hmm. he, of course, is known as also the attorney for Stormy Daniels. Mm-hmm. That guy. I don't know about him. But anyway, we well, can... Avenatti? Yeah. He's a shark. Yeah. He yeah, is a shark. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. You don't want to step in that. Mm-hmm. You don't want you don't want yeah, to I ain't say mad. nothing about him. I don't want nothing to do with him. Oh, Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, so let's move on back to the president speaking about his Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. I think he's a, just a wonderful human being. I mean, I, I think it's horrible what the Democrats have Birds done. It's a con game to play. They're, con, they're really con artists. Yeah, C-O-N, con. In, in yeah. another cut where somebody else grabbed him in the hallway, C-O-N, con. Yeah. He kept spelling it. Yeah, yeah. Con game, C-O-N, con. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as opposed <laughs> to you. a K-A-H-N. Con. Much more dangerous. Genghis Khan. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Sammy. I don't know what you're saying. Khan. K-A-N. What time is this press conference tonight? Eight, I nine? I don't know. Yeah, it's prime time. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised for him to cancel it. <laughs> what? Oh, you're going to make another bet? Oh, I can't go that far. Oh. <laughs> I can't imagine him. 
having a press conference yeah. and all this. I mean, is he is he that brazen where he thinks if he can have a press conference, the whole nation will turn around and say, oh, I yeah. just changed yes. my mind because there's Donald Trump. Yeah. I don't know if it's tonight because uh, CNN says coming up. Trump holds rare solo news conference. If he holds a news conference this afternoon, we go to it. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> what? Let's gotta, go. He's got to step in it. He's <laughs> just got to step in it. Let's go to Mitch McConnell. Oh, he's another one. He's the guy. Is he? He's the guy. The guy. The guy. He's cramming this vote through. Come hell or high it's water. His whole legacy. Who went to shade? Yeah, he he took shady steps to prevent Merrick a vote on Merrick Garland. Right. He did. Duly appointed uh, nominee for the the court. Kind of you know talk about dirty play. That's what that was there. And well, uh, if you're a Republican, you don't think so. Yeah. Well, you when you get what you want, yeah. You yeah. know they follow the rules. Yeah. Anyway, so. Well, the rules are still being followed, so let's see what uh, uh, Mr. Turtle, Senator Turtle, has to say about the whole current process. We're looking for the truth here. We have hired um, a female assistant to go on staff and to ask these questions in a respectful and professional way. Is it me or uh, is that insulting? Because we don't have enough courage to do it ourselves. Mitch McConnell's whole legacy his entire legislative legacy ever since he was elected to office has been to turn the United States Supreme Court into a solid uh, conservative court. Okay. This whole, th- his, his legislative life is on the line with this. Every time I hear him call the prosecutor, we've hired a female, an assistant. Mm-hmm. When he says that, the hair stands up on the back of my neck. Like well, why? Why I think that's why use it procedurally? Why I think assistant is to kind of justify the fact that it's not them, but it's someone that they're working with. Well, we want everybody to remember she's a female. Yeah, but that's that's the point they're getting across. Female. Now here's the deal. I of course they are doing it so they will not look like the bad guys. A this bully, can, right? So they cannot be. It, this cannot be used politically against them. At least visually like you see you know grassley and joe biden in these clips with anita hill yes oh. you know they're trying oh. to protect their future political uh careers i bet you a dollar somewhere tomorrow during the hearing if the hearing takes place a democrat will accuse the republicans of lacking in courage because they weren't willing to ask the witnesses questions themselves. oh that's that's a good bet right there what do you think i do i'll take it take it pinkman he's not mm. that's not happening what Take it. You're all right. One dollar. Okay. What? Oh, you're a goat. <laughs> what a sucker. All right. So um, now that said, I kind of like the idea of one person prosecutor asking questions with her experience. I, you know, because I think when they're doing it, they are doing it. It's more self-serving. Well, there's an observation made by some. That yeah. this is what all committees ought to yeah. do. They ought to use counsel to ask questions instead. Politicians love to talk. They're lousy at asking questions, right. but they're great at talking. A lot of them are prosecutors, though. Are they really yeah. bad? No, yes. but no, they're bad. They're politicians, though. And every one of them, they they position it to. It's like it's all done with the idea of this is campaign material. I, you know, it's all done to make themselves look good. I like the idea of having someone do it who is focused on just the Q and A. Uh, now, of course, I don't know what instruction she's receiving from her Republican oh. overlords. Yeah, I mean, as long as it doesn't <laughs> right. appear to be overly partisan. Yeah. 
Oh, which, I mean, that's the change. She's probably going, well, how, why, why did I agree to do this? <laughs> anyway, why did I agree to do this? Uh, Jim's favorite Democrat, Chuck Schumer, the no. uh, leader of the oh. Dems in the Senate. He's sure. calling out Mitch McConnell. On, here, right here. Because McConnell yeah. is accusing the Dems of politicizing this process. This is, you know, all this comes on the heels. Remember, wasn't that long ago at, at John McCain's funeral talking about working together? Oh, yeah. Not and, anymore. And then the next day we began this Supreme oh, Court yeah. nonsense mm-hmm. where it's probably the issue that politi- where you have your political divisions most firmly entrenched. Uh, here's Chuck Schumer calling out Mitch McConnell on being the one to politicize this. It is galling, galling oh, for the God. Republican leader who has done more than maybe anyone else to politicize the Supreme Court nomination process to make these trumped-up, hyperbolic charges of partisanship by Democrats. Can he ever speak without using notes, reading something? He's the same way. Lowers those glasses. Yeah, lowers them on the edge. And you got the politicized. Got that nasal thing. Uh-huh. Thank you, and then we'll nosh a little bit, you uh-huh. know. Come on, have sure. some coffee. Yep. Maybe some, you know, coffee cake. Oh, that'd be good. Maybe you know. you're supposed to focus on the message and not the uh, manner in which it's trappings. delivered. Yeah. Shame on you. Uh, I like to say individuals who are so high-ranking in Congress be able to just speak without looking at reading something that Once an aide sure wrote anything. them, yeah. wrote for them. Oh, you don't know that. Oh, I know that. Betty, at least he picks up his own dog poop. He doesn't have a <laughs> Chuck Schumer? Nah. Pinkman, research. They don't have time for dogs. Does Charles Schumer have a dog? President uh, doesn't have Charles a dog. Charles Schumer. Any man that rich, any man that rich who doesn't have a dog should never get a vote. What? <laughs> Wait, how old is he? And should somebody who's... Who, the a... president? 71. No, not the president. I'm talking about the president. Oh, any Chuck man Schumer. with that amount of money and doesn't have a dog doesn't deserve a vote. Jim, <laughs> thank you for buying pizza today. I was, nice. I was unable to bring in my own lunch. Why, you ask? Yeah, why? Yeah, why? Oh, why? Normally, I bring in leftovers from my dinner the night before. Yeah. Right. So you're saying, oh, I probably didn't have dinner the night before. Oh, no. Oh, no. I had dinner the night before. Someone took your leftovers? There was no leftovers. Oh. What? Everyone yeah. loved the food so much they ate it all up? Yeah. Well, no. Oh. Um. Actually, I determined why I had no leftovers Uh-oh. thanks to the magic of my ring doorbell. Are you familiar with Ring I, Doorbells? I have that. Yeah. Yes. Someone's at your door. Oh, yeah, it, it shoots videos. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ring Doorbell, I there's hey, someone at your door. I was looking to see uh I was waiting for my daughter to get home so I could have her pick up my other daughter and kind of arrange that. And so I, you know, came up on my phone, I popped it up, and I see the thing you never want to see. A boy at your house. Well, yes, oh. but this was two and oh. they were young men, but they were salesmen. Uh-oh. Selling something. Yeah. And my wife, I guess, earlier told them, oh, uh, my husband will be back, you know, uh, after work and come back later. And they came back later. Oh, no. And, but I had to go pick up my daughter, so I wasn't there. And then I hear this exchange happen on my doorstep. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I totally understand that. Yeah. Did we make any time for dinner, though? Ah! <laughs> I told you. Ah! Seriously, you're kidding me? I will make you a plate, and you can take it to go. You want dinner? For real? Yeah. No, you're kidding. You're literally my most favorite person of the day. Can you take it to go play? Sure. Okay. I told you. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much.
Who's she, next? The black chef? What is she, she doing? She gave my dinner. I mean, I had my dinner. But that was the leftovers. That would have been my lunch today. She gave it to the sales guys at the door, and I don't even want to buy what they're selling. How do you know? Because I know what they're selling. Oh, all right. Well, she know karate or something. She's opening the door. She's, She's way too friendly to these people. She's strangers. very very kind. She never meets strangers. I'm, you know what? I'm really surprised these guys aren't. Matter of fact, I I expect them to be at my Thanksgiving table. Maybe they will <laughs> because that's what she does. Yeah, she invites these. They uh, might be there strays. when you get home tonight. They're playing pinochle or something. <laughs> <laughs> I had no. Hey dinner. Jack, good to see you again. But you had dinner. You just... I had dinner, but. No and leftovers. The, the leftovers, that's my lunch the next that's day. lunch. I had no lunch. Ruined it. You can make a sandwich. That's not the point. No. It's the point that she's I had a 9 o'clock meeting. I'm on my way out the door. Where's the leftovers? Oh. I gave I it gave, to the sales guy. I gave it to some strangers at the door. Aw. It's not me- like they were homeless people. I know. Did you mention that I thought she didn't recognize me at the pickleball tournament? Oh, no. I, I did not. Yeah. I was busy arguing about not having leftovers. <laughs> Oh, my God. You couldn't make yourself a sandwich? And by the way, Naomi, Jim thinks you didn't recognize him at the pickleball tournament. She was yeah. very pleasant, though. She yeah. was very nice. She She's probably nice said, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. That's She's probably really nice. nice. And she said, here, you want some lunch? <laughs> She's very nice to strangers. People she knows, not so much. But uh, strangers, very nice. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. That's funny stuff. Right? But don't, keep, don't keep opening your door like that. No kidding. Was it encyclopedias? No. Oh. And there were two. Concealed weapons permit? Wait, was it magazines? No, there were two guys, right? Was it, was it magazines? No. Oh. There were two guys. A and so when she went in to get oh. to the food, then I heard one guy saying something in Spanish to the other. Uh-oh. And I was trying to figure out what they said, so I isolated it. Yeah. Then I went down to my friends at Rumba to get a translation. Oh, what did they say? Well, She's they, hot? No, they couldn't make it out, but oh. here, I'll play it for you. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I okay, don't know what this is. It's in Spanish, so if you could tell me. Here you go. Yeah, so I don't know what that is. Oh, that's... Wait, what do you, say? you don't know. Oh, play it again. Here you go. Julia. 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 No, like, Julia, Julia is like a Julia. name. Julia. Julia. She looks like Julia? What is she? Julia. They didn't go down the hall? No, uh, no, I had my my uh, the, the Spanish experts in this building no. trying to identify that, but I don't know what it is. They're probably gypsies. They're casing the joint. They're probably not even While salesmen. While she was getting them yeah. a takeaway plate, she was getting them their to-go food. Yeah. They're casing uh, the joint. They were looking to see what they could come Hello, back. Hello, I was watching them the whole time. No, you're going to get home. You're not going to have any furniture. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's your audio file. Oh. I got to go. All right, right, Jack. Good job. We'll take a little break. Plenty of things happening today. Five-minute professor later in the program. Shot doctor stopping by. We'll talk with Scott Maxwell. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Bali may ban bikini wearing tourists from taking pictures at holy sites. Ugh. That is like so lame because now like how are like we like supposed to like get like likes like. Next, a Labrador has learned how to ice skate after almost being put down. I'm pretty sure this is the plot to an Air Bud movie. Life imitates art am I right? Finally, a first time flyer thought the emergency exit door was the bathroom door. To be fair, if he opened it, it would flush the plane as fast as the actual toilet flushes. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Apply directly to the brain.
Apply directly to In a small amount of people, there is the slight chance of life-threatening nosebleed. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 104.1. Anybody find that kangaroo in Miami yet? Not yet. <laughs> no, but my wife says um, she did recognize you at Pickleball, but she says, I don't want to bother him. Oh, don't bother me. Nice. She's, a, she's a lovely woman. She's a very nice woman. She hears the stories I tell when I get home. I mean, she hears stories. I don't know where she gets them from. Oh, boy. I don't think she recognized me, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I put on some pounds. It's I got the, the mustache. mustache. The whole Jim. thing. She's probably going, who is this? <laughs> I have the menu. Go back and play, old man. I have the menu that Bill Cosby had on his first night in prison. What do you have? He, first of all, he's staying in a brand new state-of-the-art facility in Pennsylvania. Lucky. Okay. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, but right. well, hold on. Luxury. Yeah, but it's not like, no, hey, he got some special deal. No. No, they got rid of the old prison, and they, and they, right. they built this one a couple of years he ago. He got this. So. The 81-year-old ate a dinner of baked meatballs with rice and gravy, yeah. whipped potatoes, okay. and green beans. Well, that's not that too bad. That sounds pretty good. That's yeah. not pretty good. That does sound pretty good. You would like that for leftovers, Jack? Meatballs, I, rice, and gravy, and then I, mashed I, potatoes and... Green beans? I, I'm completely on board with that. Okay, meal. I think I might get rid of the green beans. Yeah. Well, I don't that's know. The healthy part. No. Let yeah, me check the. Let me ask the AT and T sales guy if he's cool with that. <laughs> I'm in prison. I'm not worried about health. I'm just. You know, that's true. Trade the yeah. green beans for cigarettes. Exactly. Here is uh, Ralph oh on Real Radio. Go ahead, Ralph. Don't wreck it. Hey, file. Hey. I, uh, I listened to what uh, the Spanish part the, on your doorbell thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, did, what, did, what, did the, what did the guy say when Naomi walked away? It was definitely, it was a Dominican guy. Oh. That's, it was Dominican <laughs> dialect, and they're the only ones that use that word. Uh-huh. The guy said, que buena culia. What does that what mean? What does that mean? That what? means. A nice something. She'd be a nice Uh-oh. F. No oh. way! I take it. I take it. Your wife is pretty good looking, Jack. Yeah, she's, you got that she's right. A, she's beautiful. Oh, you're gonna have to do yeah, something, Jack. The, the All right, thank you, Ralph. All right, you're gonna have to. Yeah. That's that's what I thought. They ate yeah. your food and said something about your wife. Well, when she went to get the food, that's when I I'm like, they didn't realize that my video doorbell is still recording them. Oh man. <sighs> yeah, I oh, knew it. Oh, I knew it was something. Something perverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, boys will be boys. Yeah. No, that's not right. No, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Now, I had a feeling. Things are said. Men say things. Women say things. Uh-huh. And oh, there's a difference between saying something and attacking somebody. Uh-oh. He's right, because he said it twice. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It was the other guy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, come on. Enough of that. And, and, they, settle down, and Bruce. they took your dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. My goodness. That's just insulting. That's so wrong. I knew it, too. You didn't know it. No, I totally did. This guy just had to tell I you like what that, is it. You're like well, that no. so, you're like that it's like that song we play. What's that damn what? song? What song? I can't think of it. Oh my Smoking God. the you know, the guy's in the in his apartment smoking the cigarettes and <laughs> And what? I can't remember. I'll find and it. I'll remember. It. About his wife no, and no. he's singing about this guy who comes into town and and taking his girl. God, what was the name of that song? All right, we'll think of it. 
I will. I'll come up with it. All right. Yeah. No. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I knew it was something. That's why I isolated that part of it. Oh, and that's why I tried to get it identified song. because yep. I'm like, okay, my wife walks away. I'm like, I want to know what's he saying what in that? Spanish. Yes. What are you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. Well, if he comes back, listen. Hey, I know what you said. Well, what does your wife think about that? I don't know. She's just learning right now. <laughs> well, she says. might say, well, my husband never says that about me. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Not in that. Well, <laughs> I only speak in French. French fries. Oh, boy. Not Joey. Not Jack. Bag of Donuts. Joey in town. Kavanaugh. The vote. Song. The Senate Judiciary Committee. It. Despite t- tomorrow's the testimony, right? The vote is on Friday. They just set it up. They're voting on Friday. That's mm-hmm. it. It doesn't matter what she says or he says or anybody says. They're voting on well, it and no. passing it out of committee. It does because it, they perhaps can sway. If they can sway one vote. They may never get out of committee. Mm. There might be enough, you know, Flake is on the committee, right? Is yep. he? He I is. Flake is on, the, sure? Flake is. is on yeah. the committee. Okay. Yeah, there's a very good chance. you got nothing. You know, what are you going to do to me? I'm not running again. Right. You know, you already threatened, uh, people have already threatened me and my family yeah. because of some of the comments I've made about this entire process. You went to the Senate floor today to essentially say that. You might be saying, i got nothing to lose. I hate this guy in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's an embarrassment. And uh, so what? What is my legacy going to be that you know, I went uh, you know, in lockstep with this, uh, with this goofball? The White House just issued a statement also. What they say? That they put out a list with all these people Is that it signed. Sarah? No. Any no. moment live news conference. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. No. Turn on the TV. Oh, God. All right. Well, no, tell me what they said. The White House put out a list of 60 people that signed something that said, We grew up around here and we never saw him do anything. Well, you didn't, go mean- to, you didn't go to that frat party. Yeah, you weren't invited. You were the uncool kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and people nerd. think I'm a nice, normal guy, too. Ha! Forget it. Wait a minute. Was it New Kid in Town by the Eagles? No, 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 no. It's a one guy One guy singing a song. God, what was it? I don't know. Not a jazzy, bluesy. God, it's going to take me forever. Oh, jazzy, bluesy. Backdoor. Lou Rawls. No, it wasn't oh, Lou Rawls. Oh, no, there's a now, cool don't, cat. Don't lead me astray on this. <laughs> we will switch over, by the way, to CNN or some other channel as soon as the president steps up to the. I'm telling you, he's pulling this nomination. Nope. Nope. No, they're supporting. Doubling down. Yep, that's exactly. Uh, he's changed his mind. He doesn't back away. Cannon. He doesn't back away. Uh-uh. He, he thinks the guy's da- yeah. a very good fellow. Well, he's he's going to sweet talk the nation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to turn. Yes. Michael Avenatti's going to say, Meh, I changed my mind. Right, I just saw it. the president. You bye know, bye. Whatever. <laughs> what is that? Damn it. Oh, sorry. I'm getting, I'm, I'm just trying to think of that song. Again. Now I need to know. Yeah, I know. You'll find it. We're on standby. Go through every now. song that I've ever, <laughs> that we've ever uploaded. Oh, my from, God. <laughs> all right. And text it out. Jim Uh-oh. at Real Mobile 77031. You can always text the shows. Whatever show is on can see the text service. It's uh, powered by Sutherland Nissan, Orlando Nissan.com. It's home of a lifetime warranty. This text said Jim is going to be forced out of retirement with all these bad bets you're making. Nah. <laughs> he won't be able to afford to retire. I'm going to find some work someplace. You owe me money. We, I owe you money. I'll pay up. 
<laughs> Two Tiger Woods bet that I made a year and Lindsay Lohan. Three, four dollars. I owe Pinkman how much now? Uh, probably. I don't know. It goes up every day. It does. Is it Hey Joe? Hey Joe. Hey Joe. Hey Joe. By who? You know the Hendrix song. No, Covered no, by no, other blues no, 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 no. Uh, now he's no, disgusted. No, 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 I can't. Uh, I'll find it. I'll All have right. to look through my stuff. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Talk trade, and I'm sure we'll make a very good deal. Just concluded, as you know, two days ago, signed a deal with South Korea, trade deal, tremendous deal with South Korea. It means a lot of business for our farmers. We're opening up for farmers. We're opening up for a lot of different groups. We're going to be able to sell much more than double the number of automobiles that we were allowed under a deal that was totally defective that was there before. And so we're very happy with that. That deal is actually concluded. We're very well along the way with Mexico. The relationship is very good. And with Canada, we'll see what happens. Uh, they're charging us 300 percent tariffs on dairy products. We can't have that. We can't have that. Uh, with China, as you know, we put out an announcement today. They would like to see me lose an election because they've never been challenged like this. But I want to open up China to our farmers and to our industrialists and our companies. And China is not open, but we're open to them. They charge us 25, 35, 55 percent for things, and we charge them nothing in terms of coming into the country. Cars, they're 25%, and we're 2% and 2.5%, and don't even collect it, but we collect it now. So we're doing very well in our situation with China on trade. I have a great relationship with the president of China, President Xi, but it's got to be a two-way street. It, for 25 years and longer, was not. And trillions and trillions of dollars was taken out of the United States for the benefit of China. We just can't have that. We have to make it fair. So we're at $250 billion now at 25 percent interest. And a lot of money is coming into our coffers. And it's had no impact on our — absolutely, by the way, no impact on our economy, which I said it wouldn't. In fact, steel is like the hottest industry there is. If you look at what happened with steel, we're charging a 25 percent tariff for the dumpers. They dump massive amounts of steel. They want to put the steel companies out of business. And after they're out of business, they'll come in and charge five times more than you ever thought possible. And we need steel and we need aluminum. And those industries are doing well. But steel is incredible. U.S. Steel is opening up a minimum of eight plants. Nucor is opening up plants, and these are big plants, $750 million and a billion-dollar plants in some cases. So what's happening with the steel industry is very exciting to me. It's being rebuilt overnight. If you look at the miners and coal, if you look at energy, LNG, uh, Japan just gave us some numbers that are incredible. They're doubling the amount that they are going to be buying for Japan. They're taking the LNG and they're doubling it up. I said, you have to do me a favor. We don't want these big deficits. You're going to have to buy more. They're buying massive amounts of equipment and military equipment. And other countries are doing the same thing because we have trade imbalances with almost everybody. It's a rare exception that we don't. So we are 
doing great as a country. Unfortunately, they just raised interest rates a little bit because we are doing so well. I'm not happy about that because I know it's going to be a question. I am not happy about that. I'd rather pay down debt or do other things, create more jobs. So I'm worried about the fact that they seem to like raising interest rates. We can do other things with the money. And uh, but they raised them. And they're raising them because we're doing so well. You know, we're doing much better than I had projected in terms of when I was campaigning. I said we were going to do this, and we're doing much better than than anybody ever thought possible. And I will say, if others got in, it would have been just the opposite because they were going to put restrictions on, they were going to put regulations on, they were going to choke the economy as it was already choking. But it would have been worse, and they were going to raise your taxes. That's what they want to do now if they ever got control, which I don't think they'll have control for a long time. So with that being said, we'll take some questions. And uh, yes, please, John, go ahead. We have plenty of time. Mr. President, thank you very much. Uh, of course, what you're looking forward to tomorrow is the hearings with Judge Kavanaugh before yes. the Judiciary Committee. Yes. In 1991, when Joe Biden passed along to the Bush 41 White House the allegations that Anita Hill had raised against Clarence Thomas. The Bush White House asked the FBI to look into it as part of Judge Thomas's background investigation. Not a criminal investigation, but the right. background investigation. Right. When these allegations were raised, why didn't this White House do the same thing? And with all of the allegations that are coming out now about Judge Kavanaugh, was there an opportunity missed here to have investigators look into this and, and get some sort of clarity one way or the other. Well, the FBI told us they've investigated Judge Kavanaugh six times, five times, many times over the years. They know him very well. But here there was nothing to investigate from at least one standpoint. They didn't know the location. They didn't know the time. They didn't know the year. They didn't know anything. And it's like, where do you go? Also, it's not for the FBI. If you look at what Joe Biden said, he said they don't do this. And he said it very clearly. So I think when you really look at it all, it's not going to change any of the Democrats' minds. They're obstructionists. They're actually con artists because they know how quality this man is, and they've destroyed a man's reputation, and they want to destroy it even more. And I think people are going to see that in the midterms, what they've done to this family, what they've done to these children, these beautiful children of his, and what they've done to his wife. And they know it's a big, fat con job. And they go into a room, and I guarantee you, they laugh like hell at what they pulled off on you and on the public. They laugh like hell. So it wouldn't have mattered if the FBI came back with the cleanest score, and you understand that very well, John, if they would have come back with the most perfect, we found everything, and he's perfectly innocent of everything. It wouldn't have made a difference. You wouldn't have gotten one vote. Now, we will get votes from the Democrats if we win. You'll have three, four, or five Democrats giving us votes, because they're in states that I won by 30 and 40 points, and they're going to give us votes. But other than that, you probably won't get any, John. Yes, go ahead, please. Mr. President, there are now three women accusing Judge Kavanaugh of sexual misconduct. Are you saying that all three of those women are liars? Is there anything that could be said this yeah. tomorrow? 
that could cause you to withdraw the nomination? Anything at all that... I won't get into that game. I only tell you this. This is one of the highest quality people that I've ever met. And everybody that knows him says the same thing. And these are all false to me. These are false accusations in certain cases. In certain cases, even the media agrees with that. I can only say that what they've done to this man is incredible. You know, it's very interesting. I pick a lot of judges. I have 145 judges I will be picking by the end of a fairly short period of time because President Obama wasn't big on picking judges. When I got there, I said, how is this possible? I have 145, including Court of Appeals judges. And they just didn't do it. You know why? They got tired. They got complacent. Something happened. I have 145 judges. Everybody wants to be a federal judge, not just a Supreme Court judge. I'm talking about Court of Appeals. I'm talking about District Court. I don't think they're going to want to so much. I'll be calling people, and we'll have people calling people that do this. And people are going to be scared, because we could say it about you. 35 years ago, you met — and you might know — you might not know what's going on. What is going on? Why did they wait so long? Why did Senator Feinstein wait till the hearings were over and make this case? Why didn't she bring it right at the beginning when you ask about, as an example, the FBI? Why didn't they bring this right at the beginning, during the hearing? You would have had all the time in the world for the FBI. It would have been fine. Now, the FBI, as you know, did investigate this time, as they have five or six other times. And they did a very thorough investigation. But this is a big con job. And I would love to be in the room with the Democrats, close the door. You guys are all away outside waiting. And Schumer and his buddies are all in there laughing how they fooled you all. Let's just stop them. A big, fat con. Yeah, but, go but, ahead. But, Mr. President, if I could follow up. You, you have daughters. Can you understand why a victim of sexual assault would not report it at the time? Don't you understand? By the way, I only say this. 36 years, no charge, no nothing. But, but that, Everybody, that, that happens often. I mean, people you... are going to have to make a decision. 36 years, there's no charge. All of a sudden, the hearings are over and the rumors start coming out. And then you have uh, this other con artist, Avenatti, come out with another beauty today. I only say that you have to look at the facts. The senators are very capable people. They're very good people. I know many of them. They're friends of mine. These are very talented, very good people. And they're going to vote. They're going to have to believe what they believe. I can — when I look at what's happened to the reputation of a great gentleman, a great intellect, a brilliant man, somebody that has a chance to be one of our great Supreme Court justices in history, intellectually, I think it's a shame. Yes, please. Yes, Mr. President, my name is Tomas, Tomas Regalado from Radio and TV Marti. Mr. Okay. President, yesterday at the speech uh, at the UN, you spoke about how Venezuela's problem was because of Cuba and the Castros, how they went in there and they brought socialism and communism to Venezuela and now to Nicaragua as well. Mr. President, are you going to be more proactive now against Cuba as well? I've been and very proactive against Cuba. I don't like what's happening in Cuba. 
as you know, President Obama gave them a pass, and I didn't like it. Neither do Cuban people based in Miami and based in our country that came from Cuba and suffered in Cuba. I don't like what he did. I've ended much of it, most of it. I don't like what's happening in Cuba, and I certainly don't like what's happening in Venezuela. Yes, Mr. please. Go ahead. Mr. President, just to finish really fast, you said also that you had a call to action to ask the leaders around the world to also end socialism. Would you like to be recognized as a Well, I wouldn't say that socialism has been working really well around the world. Okay, you can take a look at Venezuela as your number one, your number one, I guess the one that's most obvious, but you take a look around the world, socialism is not exactly riding high. Please. Thank you, Mr. President. Go ahead. Thank you very much. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, after I'm finished, if uh, Ouija or Hallie or, or Vivian or one of our female colleagues could go after me, that would be great. Um, Mr. President, just to follow up on these allegations against uh, Brett what, Kavanaugh. What does he mean by that? Explain. What, what, is, what well, does that mean? Be, I think it would be great if a, if a female What does it mean? Asked, no, what does it mean? It would be great if a female reporter would ask you a question about the, this issue. Uh, so if you don't mind, I, I wouldn't mind that at all. No, all wouldn't right. mind it at all. All right. Well, let me, uh, if I wouldn't make any up. difference to me. All right. Go ahead. If I could follow up on uh, John and, and John's question, why is it, Mr. President, that you always seem to side with the accused and not the accuser? You have three women here who are all making allegations, who are all asking that their stories be heard. And, you know, if you look at the case of Roy Moore, if you look at the case of uh, one of your staffers, uh, you seem to time and again side with the accused and not the accuser. Is that because of the many, many allegations that you've had uh, made against you over the years? Well, first of all, I wasn't happy with Roy Moore. Let's get that straight. But Roy Moore was a Republican by. candidate, and I would have rather had a Republican candidate win. Uh, I was very happy with Luther Strange, who was a terrific man from Alabama, but Luther Strange had a lot of things going against him. Uh, as far as uh, women, whether it's a man or a woman, these are, you know, it can happen the other way. Allegations can go the other way also. You understand that. And whether it was a man or a woman uh, 30 years ago, 36 years ago, in fact, they don't even know how many years ago because nobody knows what the time is. That's a long time. And I could pick as an example. Hopefully I won't have to do it as a replacement because hopefully this is going to go very well on Thursday. It's going to go very well on Monday or Saturday or Sunday or whenever they vote. But I could pick a woman, and she could have charges made from many years ago also. But don't you understand, And I would look at the character, uh, no, what I have to do. Are reluctant to come forward. You've raised doubts about these accusers. Many of them I don't think people are reluctant to come forward. They're going to have a chance to speak at a, they have a major chance to speak, excuse me, excuse me. They have a major chance to speak. And it will be tomorrow, I assume. We've delayed this, meaning the Republican senators, not me. The Republican senators have delayed this for weeks now. They're giving the women a major chance to speak. Now, it's possible I'll hear that and I'll say, hey, I'm changing my mind. That is possible. We want to give them a chance to speak. You think all three and they're given. All three should have the chance to Well, speak. whoever is given a chance. We've delayed it a long time. But they're going to have a big shot at speaking and making their case. And you know what? I could be persuaded also. Okay? Yes, please. Please, go ahead. 
Go ahead. Uh, I'd like to go. Yes, go ahead, please. Thank you, Mr. President. And a Thank couple you. of questions for you to follow up on some answers that I didn't quite hear from you, if you would allow me a couple of questions. First of all, do you think these women, all three of them, are liars? Yes or no? Have they been what? Are they liars? I can't tell you I have to watch tomorrow. I have to read. I just heard about one a little while ago. I can tell you her lawyer is a lowlife, okay? So I can't tell you whether or not they're liars until I hear them. I don't know what happened today because I've been very busy with Japan, with South Korea, with China, and about seven other countries, as you know. And I chaired the Security Council. So I don't know about today's person that came forward. I do know about the lawyer. And, and you don't get much worse bad reputation to take a look at his past. So as far as the other women are concerned, I'm going to see what happens tomorrow. I'm going to be watching, you know, believe it or not. I'm going to see what's said. So it's, it's possible that they will be convincing. Now, with all of that being said, Judge Brett Kavanaugh has been for many years one of the most respected people in Washington. He's been on, I guess you'd call it the second highest court. And every single person knows him. A lot of people know him well. And those people don't believe what's going on. I can always be convinced. Sounds, I have to hear it. It sounds like what you're saying is there is a situation, there is a scenario under which you would withdraw Brett Kavanaugh's nomination. Is that correct? If I thought, he was, if I thought he was guilty of something like this, yeah, sure. And you will wait until tomorrow to make up your I mind. I want to watch. It. I want to see. I hope I can watch. I'm meeting with a lot of countries tomorrow, but I will certainly in some form be able to watch. And I'll also rely on some very fair and talented Republican senators who, look, if we brought George Washington here and we said we have George Washington, the Democrats would vote against him, just so you understand. And he may have had a bad past, who knows, you know. He may have had some, I think, accusations made. Didn't he have a couple of things in his past? George Washington would be voted against 100% by Schumer and the con artists. I mean, 100%, 100%. So it really doesn't matter from their standpoint. That's why when John asked about the FBI, if the FBI did the most thorough investigation in the history of the FBI, and they found him to be 100% perfect, he would lose every single vote. Now, if the Republicans win tomorrow, I think you're gonna get some votes from the Democrats. You know why? Because we all know why, because it's called politics. Then you'll probably get some votes. Okay, let's go. Question, One more sir, question, yes. yes. Uh, just to follow she up stands again. up. I'd like to ask about three questions. It's not really fair to everyone else, but should I let her ask another to question? Follow up on, go ahead. To, to See? Follow, to follow up on a question that a colleague asked as well, about the benefit of the doubt that you have given to people like Roy Moore, to Roger Ailes, to Bill O'Reilly, to Brett Kavanaugh. They're all men. Why is that? It's not and a benefit there, of the doubt. Has there ever been I've, an instance when you've given the benefit I, of the I've doubt? I've known them, Haley, I've known them for a long time. And a lot of these people, a lot of people. And some I've been disappointed with. I have been disappointed with some others. I, you know, there are charges that are pretty weak. But I've known people for a long time. I never saw them do anything wrong. I never saw them do anything wrong. And there are some that probably I agree. I can tell you there are some that I... I've been watching for a long time. And in a couple of cases, they weren't Republicans. In a lot of cases, they were not. They were exactly the opposite. But I've been watching them for a long time. And I knew for a long time these were not good people, and they were never brought up. Okay, uh, yes, ma'am, go ahead. Thank you very much, by the way. Thank you. Thank you very much, Thank Mr. You. President. Um, 
When the allegations first surfaced, you initially said how important it was for Dr. Ford to testify and that you wanted to hear from her. I do. But I wish it could have gone quicker. Well, you also said that if what she said were as bad as she claims, surely her or her parents would have reported it. And just today you said you wouldn't. Well, there is a truth. I mean, there is a chance that her parents could have reported it. 36 years ago. So, so my question is... It doesn't mean they had to report it because in some instances people keep it quiet. It's a very tough situation for a woman. There's no question about it. And in some cases they do report it. Frankly, had they reported it, it would have been pretty amazing, wouldn't it? But I guess they didn't. And that's okay. I'm not saying they had to report it because it's a very personal thing. It's a very big problem. There's no question about it. Go ahead. Do you want to hear her story before? I'd like to hear her story, yeah. Well, we're giving her time. you made up your mind? They would have given her time last week. This is the United States Senate. This is the most important position that a president can give out. I think we can say by far. I've actually heard it's the most important decision a president can make. Yeah, that's the president of the United States at a press conference. Of course, the elephant in the room is the Brett Kavanaugh uh, story, the saga uh, that continues. And uh, this is, as I said at the beginning of the program, this is the biggest, if you're looking for, for the best show on TV, and I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but the best show on TV, TV right now is everything revolving around the White House and Brett Kavanaugh, his accusers, the Senate Judiciary Committee, at all. We need to take a break and get caught up on things. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your shot at $1,000 is now. Text the nationwide keyword BILLS, B-I-L-L-S. Bills at 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Time to get back on schedule. We got a little bit behind because of the president's press conference. He's still speaking, but we must move on. Press on regardless. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Nick. Jesse's the backup. What's the prize? That is a pair of tickets to Ron White at the Hard Rock Live Friday, March 1st. Tickets go on sale this Friday, September 28th at 10 a.m. You can go to realradio.fm keyword Ron for pre-sale info. That's huge. huge. A prize like that is so big it should have had some pre-promotion. I and agree. some teasing. Thanks for nothing, Fritz. Um, wait a minute. No, that's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, boy. Anyway, let's get Nick on board. <laughs> Nick, you have a shot at a great prize. You ready to play? Yeah. What, Nick, speak oh, to me. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> if we lose you, Nick, we're going to have to say goodbye. Nick? Ah, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Oh, thank Ooh. God. It was close, ah. Nick. Now I'm here. I'm here. Okay. It's 408. It's a dead spot. I agree. <laughs> the entirety of 408 is a dead spot. <laughs> All right. Okay, Nick, I want you to make sure your number one focus is safe driving. Number two, Absolutely. play our little stupid game. It's called It's a Combo 2 from Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. More questions about combinations. We did a combo category yesterday. This one, it's a combo 2. Are you ready to play? 
Let's do it. Going to reset the clock for you, Nick. We're going in three, in two, in one. Abbott and Costello were not great double play combo, but first nationally aired their Who's On First sketch in this year. 1912. Jack and Jill went up the hill, each with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh! What is Andrew Dice Clay's net worth? Uh, 2.8 million. Lewis and Clark, not Lois and Clark, embarked on their historical journey to survey the Louisiana Purchase and beyond. In what year did they complete their expedition? Uh, 1787. War and peace, a divergent combo, yet so hard to understand. So I started to read the book, got 30 pages in, and realized I was in too deep. How many page pages in the first published version of War and Peace? Uh, 894. The Simpsons will begin their 30th season this Sunday. Bart watches the Krusty the Clown show featuring Itchy and Scratchy. The duo made their debut on the Tracy Ullman show. What year was that? 1988. Time. Great job. Put you on hold. Let's bring Jim back in. All right. Record Nick's time. of. They fight. They fight. They fight. They fight. 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 The Itchy and Scratchy show. Bravo, Pinkman. Excellent. Bravo, Pinkman. Those dulcet tones brought to you by Josh Pinkman. Aw. I'm selling my EP. It drops tomorrow. <laughs> if anyone wants to buy it. <laughs> Hello, Jim. Hello. Category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Oh, yeah. Remember yesterday it was all about combinations? Oh, yeah. Guess what? It's what? combo time two. It's oh. a combo two. Combo redo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More questions about combinations. All right. You ready to go? Sure. Fire away. All right. Let's do it Whoops. in three, in two, in one. Abbott and Costello were not great double play combo, but first nationally aired their Who's On First sketch in this year. 1942. Jack and Jill went up the hill, each with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh! What is Andrew Dice Clay's net worth? Oh! 20 million. Lewis and Clark, not Lois and Clark, embarked on their historical journey to survey the Louisiana Purchase and beyond. In what year did they complete their expedition? 1818. War and peace, a divergent combo, yet so hard to understand. So I started to read the book, got 30 pages in, and realized I was in too deep. How many pages in the first published version? 880. The Simpsons will begin their 30th season this Sunday. Bart watches the Krusty the Clown show featuring Itchy and Scratchy. The duo made their debut on the Tracy Ullman show. What year was that? 1987. Whoa. Oh, no. oh, what do you think? Bro, well, I don't know. Neck and neck. Your time is closed, but Jim, I'm going to add five seconds to your time. It's a handicap. He's still talking. Anyway. Go All on. right, Jim. China. You're playing against Nick. Thanks to Brad for the category. Abbott and Costello won one of the most famous comedy sketches of all time. Who's on first? It was on the Kate Smith Hour radio program. What year Uh did they debut that? Nick said. 1912. Oh, Jim. 42. 1938. Jim is closer. Jim gets a point. (laughs) All right. Dice Man, also known as Andrew Dice Clay, did the nursery rhymes. That's where you were going? Yep. Yep. But the actual nursery rhyme of Jack and Jill, I heard all my freaking life. Oh, that's probably right. The nursery <laughs> rhyme goes back to the 16th century. Yeah. But what is Dice Man's net worth? Nick said. 2.8 million. Jim. 28 million. The answer, 10 million. 
Nick is closer. Damn, he gets the Nick, point, ties the game. Good job. Yeah. Oh. Lewis and Clark and Jim. Lewis and Clark and Sacagawea is what you normally. Anyway. Let's yeah, Sacagawea. Yeah. Okay. Pay attention. Stop watching the president. What year did they finish their expedition? Yeah. Nick said. They finished in 1787. No, Jim. 1818. 1806. Jim is closer. Jim leads 2-1. to one. Oh! Wow. War and Peace. It's a big <laughs> book. Brad, I guess, started to read it. I uh, never finished. 361 chapters. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many pages? Uh, Nick said. 894. Oh. Jim. He snuck under 880. Damn it. 1,225. Nick ties the game. Oh, oh man. And oh. you guys are so close on this last one. It's anybody's game. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Damn it. Damn you, Itchy Nick. and scratchy on You're the good. Tracy Ullman show. Mm-hmm. Later became a staple of The Simpsons. You're good. By 1990, they were embedded in The Simpsons. But what year did Itchy and Scratchy debut on yeah, the yeah. Tracy yeah, yeah, Ullman yeah. show? This is for the Tracy win. Ullman oh, show. Tracy, Tracy Ullman show. Tracy Ullman show. That's where The Simpsons started, right? Tracy yeah. Ullman show. Uh, yeah. I believe that's right. One of them got it on the money, uh, and one of them will I win have the no game. Idea. Well, Nick said, Nick said eighty-eight, and you said eighty-seven. Oh come on, Nick! One off the year. Okay, here it. That itchy and scratchy debuted on the Tracy Ullman show, and for the win, nineteen eighty-eight. No, Nick no. gets it. Oh my God! Oh, oh Nick! At the last oh, minute, Nick, he wins. you got me. Good oh, job, Nick. Got to hand it to you. Thanks for playing closest to what? the pin. Remember. Close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, oh. and closest to the <laughs> Good job. Son of a. Son of a gun. Then I got that Lewis and Clark thing right on the money. Bah, that's the way it goes. You're Gina. close. Gina, Gina. Oh, He's still talking. <laughs> I, you know, we're moving on. Uh, we got Scott Maxwell upcoming after a bit, right? We do. We do. We catch up. Uh, with Scott, we got a Shot Doctor at the top of the hour with a sports speed round and casting uh. call. And then a five-minute professor today as well. You want to do it now? Let's sure. do it now. Yeah. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An employee at a California preschool was stunned to discover that four-year-old student is fluent in the fictional Star Trek language of Klingon. Wow. Maj QA die. Next, a 40-pound cheeseburger pizza in New York will cost you a cool $2,000. Yeah. $2,000 and a lifetime of health problems. Finally, there is now a wine glass shower caddy available at Urban Outfitters. It's cool so you can feel like less of an alcoholic than you do with a shower beer. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. Regardless of your situation, do you have credit problems? Do you have great credit? Are you a member of the military? Are you self-employed? WeAreNotTheBanks.com can help get you a loan for your new home. You want to finance a mobile home? WeAreNotTheBanks.com can help with that as well. Brad Siebert and his team, they're a direct lender. Their mortgages made easy, and they can close in 30 days in most cases. They have a certified home buyer program that gives you the advantage in a multiple offer situation, helping you to get the, get the deal and close faster. WeAreNotTheBanks.com. That's the website to go to. They'll take you through every step of the loan uh, process and get that get you in your dream home. Again, the website, wearenotthebanks.com. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From the... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real! 
tell a story about doing it right. Pay attention, Jack. Okay. I play that later. Jack's wife has been feeding AT&T salesmen. Entertaining the, the door to Fuller Brush Man or something. Jack I can't know. eat lunch because What's she's happening? handing the leftovers to the Fuller Brush Man or something. some strangers at my door. Yeah, the Encyclopedia Britannica guy gets the leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Jack has no lunch. this morning and uh-huh. the black chef will be at the door. <laughs> Scott Maxwell oh writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Every Wednesday at this time, we talk to Scott. We're a little bit behind schedule, but let's get caught up to speed. Welcome, Scott Maxwell, back to the program. How are you today? I'm doing well, Jim, and I meant to tell you that I enjoyed and agreed with your take on the sweet tea yesterday. Yeah. If the man orders the sweet tea, he's going to the po- to the pokey for how many years? Let him enjoy his sweet Thank tea. Thank you. Finish the sweet tea. Let him finish the sweet he tea. You can tell it. him, say, look, you're not getting seconds. No, you know, no refills. Right. No refills. We're getting back in the squad car, and yep. you're uh, going back to the pokey. And not... Not everybody appreciates sweet tea the way Southerners do. In fact, I remember uh, many years ago, my wife and I were way up north. I think the Poconos somewhere. We went to a diner, and uh, I said, I'll get a, you know, a ham sandwich and a sweet tea. And the uh, waitress said, uh, can, you, can you hold on just a minute? Yeah. And I said, well, sure. And she comes back with four other waitresses, and she says, say it again. Oh. That is definitely Southern. There's no yep. question about it. Sweet tea is Southern. She's like, he means with sugar. I remember the first time we went to the Keys, my father's uh, father said, I like the, uh, what do you say, the conch, uh, the conch, conch soup. chowder or something. Yeah, uh-huh. well, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? Well, Talk to me about Blackfish and SeaWorld, and they got nailed by the SEC, and I think a former whatever big wig at SeaWorld, he got nailed for a million bucks. Was that enough? And wasn't it SeaWorld that said, this is no big deal, that documentary is not going to hurt us, but behind the scenes... Yeah, that that's the part part of me is not terribly sympathetic to investors because when this movie came out, I don't know how you could not not understand it was going to do some damage to a whale park. The the movie was about whales uh, murdering people and murdering each other in whale parks. It was not going to make you want to run out and buy a big share of whale shark, but uh, of a whale park. But while it was happening, SeaWorld uh, kept denying it was having any impact on business and. Uh, they had their spokesman and their CEO say basically, you know, went, no, we're, we're not seeing anything. Everyone still loves coming here. And what the SEC later learned is that while they were claiming it was having no impact right. on their park, the CEO and the spokesman, the vice president of communication, were busy unloading their personal shares of the stock before they had to file the official reports that showed people were stopping coming to their park. And that's a no-no. Yeah, I, I, yeah and, you know, maybe that kind of stuff would come to an end if people... People went to jail. You know, a million dollars. They're probably just paying back what they what they made in the first place by dumping the stock. 
well, that's what the expert, uh, one of them I talked to up from the business school up at Stetson, he said, look, a million bucks sounds like a lot. He said, but look, uh, the, they said he saved or basically made 700 and some thousand dollars right. uh, by, by unloading his stock early. A million bucks is basically that with interest. And, and so what he, and, and the point I think he was making was, why not try it again? Yeah, if you get exactly. caught, the only thing you're giving back is what you shouldn't have had in the first place. Yeah. And, and we talk about this a lot, especially with health care also. These, these, these uh, health care execs, they will lead these programs that steal millions, tens of millions of your dollars, and when they get caught, it's, they get offered a deal. You know, some guy gets caught with petty crime or right. a, uh, a little bit of uh, drugs. They go away for 10 years, but these guys, it's always a deal, and that's why it keeps on happening. I know you're talking about uh, politicians ducking debates. I don't know if that's yep. anything new, but is it more severe than it has been? Yeah, so there are a couple things. There's a commission on local debates, which sounds kind of dull, but I respect that these folks, uh, bipartisan Democrats and Republicans, wanted to stage these things so that people could watch, you know, with debates online. And about three of them, uh, three of the seven they uh, were scheduling would not even show up. And I thought that was pretty lame, but I decided to write about it after the League of Women Voters, which in my estimation is a really solid group that does a lot of solid work. They've been putting out voter guides for years. You know, they've been printing them up and doing doing whatever. And for the first time ever, um, three of the four, in three of the four statewide races for governor, CFO, and attorney general, the candidates, in this case all Republicans, just flat out refused to answer the questions. And these are not trick questions. These are like, uh, <laughs> hey, you want to be CFO, how are you going to invest taxpayers' money? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, this case, and this has never happened before. In the past, um, everyone did it. Rick Scott did it, Pam Bondi, Charlie Crist, you know, every, everyone who was running. And I think the notion is, uh, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to take a stance on any of this stuff because that could cost me votes. I'm just going to beat the you know, tar out of my opponent on air and see if they can get elected with it. Right. Let's move on to Red Huber. Red Huber, of course, the photographer, been there since uh, dirt was two days old, the photographer at the Orlando Sentinel. As a matter Correct. of fact, when I first moved to town many, many years ago, I uh, almost bought a boat from Red Huber, but that's another story. <laughs> He's a great oh, photographer, though. Yeah. He's uh, There's no question about it. One of the best, certainly. Uh, one of the best that I've ever seen. Does spectacular work, especially as it relates to uh, to NASA. Forty six years ago, yeah, he came here. The paper was mostly black and white then, mm-hmm. but he has made a name for himself. He's he's got some stories. We're going to share it a little party for him. But uh, I, I had some uh, throwaway line in the column that said the astronauts coveted his um, uh, photos. They would the the, the Kennedy Space uh, the Center NASA would sometimes pipe his photos to the astronauts in outer okay. space to let them see it, and and they used his photos as their memories. Also had a real knack for wildlife, blue herons, great egrets alligators and telling stories and uh, of human emotions uh, and uh, I had a chaplain today write me to say he remembered a time uh, during Casey Anthony's trial where one of her attorneys slugged Red in the head while he was trying to get a, a shot and that the chaplain of all people went over and said we can prosecute that guy and Red's response was I don't want to be the story plus I got the picture. Yeah I think uh, Red Huber uh, and I might be wrong I think Red Huber was the pioneer of photographers who is essentially invented or created the, uh, what would you call it, uh, like a motion sensor when the shuttles would go off. So he would, nobody would have to stand there. He could place a camera much closer to the shuttle launch pad and, would automatically and then step go. away, and then it would automatically go off, you know, at the roar of the engines or whatever. Absolutely stunning photographs that he took. Uh, he did, and, and, and he shot so many of them that he found 
amazing ways, uh, new ways to do them. And the one we had on the front page today, that's, that's worth your buck, by the way, just to see that one. Yeah. There's, uh, he, he happened to get a rainbow that caught, that ended on the shuttle. He caught him going through full moons, the reflections in lagoons. Uh, yeah, he, he did it enough that, uh, I think, uh, he, he's, he's, considered practically part of the NASA family. Yeah, he's talent, no question about that. One thing before I let you go. Yes, sir. Uh, all, all the printing presses gone from the uh, downtown site? Yeah, they are. Did you save oh, one for Jim? I mean, these oh, th- now these things are the behemoths. Era, huh? These things are three stories tall. I would imagine there was a time when you were working at the paper. I don't know, in your case, Scott, but, you know, when, the, when they were rolling off the paper from those printing presses, you know, when the editors are said, okay, let's go, and they hit that green button, I imagine you could hear it or feel a shudder through the building as these things churned away, putting out these thousands and thousands and thousands of copies of, of the newspaper. It's kind of sad in a way. No, it's not kind of sad. It's real sad. It's a, my industry's dying, dude. There ain't much secret about that. But yeah, and, and, and that's exactly right. The the building would rumble. Your coffee cup would get the ripples nice. like uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rex nice. in Jurassic Park. And, uh, and then in the rare case around 1030, the mayor got indicted or uh, uh, the, a starlet was caught doped up with a, a celebrity with a hooker. You'd hit that red button and stop the presses. Stop the presses. I bet the well, pressmen yeah. love that. Yeah, no, they didn't like that one bit. You didn't do it very often, and there were only about two people who had the authority to do it. Uh, but those those presses, as you said, they were three stories tall. The other thing people realize, they were like two blocks long. If you ever drive by the Sentinel, we're not hidden. We're right down here at 50 and uh, uh, Colonial, uh, excuse me, and Orange Avenue. Uh, you, you will see the building is an entire two blocks long, and every inch of that was uh, filled with the press. Yeah. Sad story in its own, in its own way. Saving yeah. anything? Is there anything left? Wait, not, did they send it to smaller newspapers? No, I thought ta- they, they sent it to the, other cities. Yeah, you know, they tell the parts, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah. they make uh-huh. an artificial reef. Off but even of the point guys, <laughs> I, I read the story about you know the crew that's uh, responsible for taking these things apart. It's no big deal to them. They they said they'd rather put one together yeah. than take one apart. Well, that's right, and and uh, and they don't make these things anymore, no, which no, is no. why they, which is why they disassemble them and take the parts off. Kevin Spear, one of my buddies who's been here uh, longer than I have a bit, uh, he documented. He went down there, he put on his boots and waded around in the ink splash mess that was there while they were taking it every day for about nine months, and he he snuck a few pieces. So uh, I have one uh, that's a crank uh, that I have up on my uh, dresser. But but we're, you know what? We are we are just changing the way we're telling stories. We're doing it online. I'm not going anywhere, at least now that I'm. All right, what's coming up in the next column? Uh, yeah, I got something on debate ducking, and I'm going to take a closer look at uh, some of the ads in our governor's race. And All right, Scott, take care. We'll be reading. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel right around the corner, the shot doctor for his sports speed round and casting call, then the five-minute professor on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And Jody's got your girl and gone. The song we played earlier, Jack told the story about his wife, Naomi. Yeah. Lovely woman, no question about that, but she has a habit of feeding strangers at the door. <laughs> so if you need a... Hey, need don't a, come to my house. You no, need no, a no, bite no. to eat, just, <laughs> just knock. Next thing I know, shot got doctor a hot, will be there. Hot, hot plate for you, too. When do you want me to come over? Yeah. It's not, it's not like a plate of cold cuts or anything. I mean, she's serving no, she, it up hot. I she can probably dinner. save on Tupperware if I invest in some to-go containers. Right. <laughs>
And we found out the Dominicans who were, uh, you know, the salesmen. Yeah. After Naomi turned around Brrr. to get the blue plate special, they were, you know, making some comments. Yeah, she's a looker, that one. Mm, something but like they that. Said it I yeah. can make it tonight by 7.30 if you want. Uh, <laughs> Pat, I moved. That's the Shot Doctor. Shot Doctor is here, as he always is, on Wednesday from our sister's station down the hallway. That's FM 96.9 The Game, Orlando sports leader, home of Orlando City Soccer, The Bucks, The Magic. And UCF Sports. What? That's you everything. Go. You guys are riding high. Nice. That's correct. All right, we're going to do our uh, sports round first, okay? Speed well, rounds. Well, I'm ready for that. Sports speed round. Just throw some things out there. Um, and then, you know, you can even go a little bit longer than you usually do. You can go 15 seconds. You can go 20 seconds if you want. i got time. And then we'll get into casting color. Are you ready for your uh, sports oh, round? Oh, yeah, you know me. All right, here we go. Uh, uh, Bianchi was mentioning that Scott Frost uh, probably would like to be back in Orlando at UCF. Totally disagree. Scott Frost is in a major conference. He's making big money. He's off to a bad start right now. And in a couple of years, when, when Nebraska's playing in big-time bowl games, maybe the playoffs, Scott Frost will say, I made the right choice. UCF against Pittsburgh this weekend. Pittsburgh got beat by North Carolina last week, and Pittsburgh's in trouble here. UCF will score at least 60 points in this game. What? Like they, they will. Gators, big win over Tennessee. You know, the statement game is this week it's against a good quarterback, Nick Fitzgerald, and Mississippi State, Dan Mullen's old team. The Gators will, will be hard-pressed to win this one. I don't see it happening. On the road. Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. Okay, I just found out about this guy. I thought this was Matt Kavanaugh, a former uh, quarterback, so I have no idea this guy even is, except I'm watching TV right now, and Trump's talking about him. All right, one more. Uh, Tiger Woods, the big win, the big tournament win over this past weekend. He's not back. He's back when he wins a major. Oh, right boy. now, he's not back. Oh, really? Right now, he's almost back. But when he wins a major, when he does, then and only then will he be officially back. What a buffoon. Oh, who's a buffoon? You. Why? He's back. No, he's not back. He's, he's back. He's almost back, Jack. He's back. He's almost back, Jack. When he wins a major, he will <laughs> officially be back. back. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Yeah, thanks for he's that. He's almost back, Jack. He's almost back. He's yeah. on his way back, and he's, he's getting back really fast. But when he wins a major, that is when he's officially back. How many, what, what, how many majors are there? There are four. 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 So you're telling four me next year. year he's going to win a major? Yes. Oh, I'll put money on that. Oh, uh, you've already got you, one. Oh, I do. You did last year. Based on Tiger's progression <laughs> from January from, from this yeah. year to no, right but. now, based on his progression, a major's happening next year. He's, no, it, no, it's no, trending. No. It's trending. Yeah, yeah, that, no, I'll give him credit. He might get close. I'll give him credit. i got to give him credit for Greg coming back. He's still a schnook. But uh, great golfer. There's no question about that. And the comeback, one of the greatest comebacks in sports history. I don't think there's any question about that. But his ability to win a major, that ain't happening. Oh, it's happening. Mm-mm. I all saw they my... have to do, all the competition, all they have to do is fly the Perkins restaurant blimp overhead. Oh, he's that finished. again, we're he gets way, a little we're crazy way past that. All right, he, gets, he gets the yips. The yips The yips came and the yips have gone. Now. Nah. He's going to get that. You don't play the way he did this week in the Tour Championship. I'm not taking that away from him. I think he played in a, you know, a spectacular <laughs> tournament, no question about that. But he's what's his what's his back uh, backstroke swing or whatever you call it? What how many miles per hour? What do you call that the the swing speed. Yeah, swing, swing speed. What is yeah. it? Uh it depends on the club. At 170. All right, give me an average. Uh, let's go 120 on the driver. Uh, okay, 120. It goes 120. I'm telling you right now. With that back of his, all it takes is one little thing, and he's going, oh, my God, he's, it's that one little eat. You know how it is with you? You ever have a bad back? Uh-oh. Not yet. All right. Let's hope it doesn't happen. Oh, I got one. I got one right now. Uh-oh. Stupid Tai Chi. All right, let's move on to a <laughs> casting call. Uh-oh. Okay. Here's what we do. I take a movie, then I take a scene for the movie. 
And then we acted on, on the air today. It's a Shot Doctor and Pinkman acting out this scene. Listen to it to see if you can identify it. And then uh, text us at Real Mobile 77031. And we'll see if you can come up with the right answer. You two guys ready? I, I live in a so. state of readiness. It's a very dramatic scene, of course. Are we doing any background? Are we doing any kind of whatever in the background? Yes. Are you are. You are. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave that up to you. <laughs> Thanks. I just learned about it. Yeah, well, you know, the uh, the element of surprise is very right, You're important. in charge of that, Mr. Uh, Pinkman, the yes. background? All right, so uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't even, I don't know what he's chosen as background. I made some suggestions earlier today. Oh, it's going to be. Oh, exciting. it's going to be good, bro. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. Uh, assistant director, please. Oh, we right. got quiet on the set. Cable set mm-hmm. aside. Lighting is absolutely perfect. Everybody on their mark. You're on your get on your marks, please. Thank you. Time is money. Ready? Action. Hey, Whit. Who are you making trouble for today? What do you mean? Wasn't that uh, what you like to do? Turn left when they say go right? Why are you such a troublemaker, Whit? You care about me, don't you, Sergeant? I always felt like you did. Why do you always make yourself out like a rock? One day I can come up and talk to you. By the next day, it's like we never even met. Lonely house now. You ever get lonely? Only around people. Only around people. You still believing in the beautiful light, are you? How do you do that? You're a magician to me. I still see a spark in you. Cut! That's Jimmy time! Wow! That's dramatic! Simplified! <laughs> see if you can identify the movie. I don't even. I know. can tell. You Sean see was this, very movie, into this movie, and you'll say to yourself, Oof. "I never want to get. I never want to get anywhere near a war. A war. No. Brokeback Mountain. Nope. I almost cried for the first time in my life. Jim, uh, I was dramatic. I was riveting. Oh boy. I was all of the above. <laughs> you took this one seriously. I'm very proud of it. It went well. Fast times at Fumfer High. No, I don't think so. Stripes, no Gummer Pile, Tin uh-uh. Cup. No time for sergeants. No. The gay black mamba in Hotel California. <laughs> Pillow talk. No, uh-huh. nobody's getting it. No one's getting Not it. Yeah. Oh, Platoon. Yeah. Nope. They give you a clue. Nick Nolte, even though that he wasn't in the scene. Sergeant Fumford. No, sergeants were involved. Uh-huh. Oh, Gummo goes to Gainesville. No. <laughs> Heartbreak Ridge. No, no, closer though. When Donald met Stormy. Uh-uh. Um. He is still talking. Yeah. And he loves the politicians. They love to hear themselves talk. He don't just they? gave a second question to a Kurdish reporter. Yeah. And he called him Mr. Kurd. He said earlier, <laughs> what did he say about his big brain? He said, Donald Trump has a very, very big brain. He's talking to the third person. About himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. But when he called him Mr. Kurd, it's like he called him Mr. Tibbs. It's you a, know, that's what it reminds best me. Best reality show ever. Uh, Heir to the cheese uh, Mr. Kurd. Back to the movie guesses at oh, Real yeah. Mobile 770 oh, one no. Small Soldiers. No. Care Bears 2. No. No, no, no. How, how to Lose a it. Jimmy in 10 no, seconds. Sorry. That was a good performance, both of you. Well, I thought you did you. a good job. Several guesses for a movie called Thin Red Line. Thin Red Line. Exactly. Thin Red Line. Uh-huh. Never saw it. I thought the movie was Me Thin neither. Blue Line. No, it's th- no, no that's, that's about the cops. Or yeah. something about a green line. No, green this is about uh, Marines and I think Guadalcanal or something. And uh, okay. parts of it are horrific. I can't imagine anybody going through something like that, although it was a movie. Anybody going through something like that and coming out with their head screwed on straight. Okay. Good job, though, Shot. You asked for drama. 
You, yes, right, Jim. You, Sean Penn. you delivered the drama. I am Sean Penn, and then oh, my brother. God, was I bamboozling? I was tremendous. Bamboozling? Yes. Oh. Subdued. I, did you call me dude? No, I was. I, I was. Subdued. Did you call me dude? You can call him Mr. Kern. No, he said yeah, subdued. Subdued. Mr. Dude. Oh, I thought you called me dude. Mr. Dude I, I, to you. You know what? The funny thing is, Jim. Everybody used that word about to talk. To, I've never yes. done that before. Never called anyone dude. Oh, no. dude, come on. Uh, Jack uses it all the time. Yeah, subdued. You ever talked to Taco Bob before? Taco oh, Bob, of course. Dude. Oh, dude. You know what I mean, dude? Well, dude, last night, dude, I watched TV, dude. Dude. <laughs> every three words is he dude. He dudes you wrong. every minute. Yeah. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even take it. I can't take it. <laughs> it's on tap tonight. Sports-wise. Oh, Let's I think meant food. 7 o'clock, oh, Yankees race. Yeah. yeah. That's a good Food-wise, salad, Thousand Island dressing, and a banana. All right, you're not eting much for dinner lately. Yeah, what's that's because I eat, diverticulitis. I, what's happening? Your no. stomach's on the upset. No, no. That's because I eat so much between eleven and about two thirty. Yeah. That once our, once our show starts, I'm, I'm tapering down. I'm not even hungry. I might have a banana or something like that. Yeah. It's not another a bad one, way. Then another one when, when, when I get home and a salad. So the heavy eating is always between eleven and about two thirty. I think you're losing I, weight. I think that's a healthier way weight. to do it. You have lost weight. How I many lost pounds? Weight. Uh, you're I, sick. I really can't tell, but I, my, my belt is definitely looser. Yeah, I'm doing more workouts at the gym right now, yeah. way more. Mm-hmm. Getting and, in shape, but, trying to impress somebody, huh? No. <laughs> See, yeah, my, got... my goal, I have an unusual goal, Jim. Yeah, what Uh-oh. is it? I want to be 95 and self-sufficient. Mm. What that means is... We know what self-sufficient means. Right. <laughs> Explain yeah, it to Mo. We all want to no, be 95 and self-sufficient. That well, that's, yeah. that's my goal. So you don't so, want someone helping you in and out of a wheelchair? That will never happen. That's yeah, before, it will. Uh, no, but... it's not. Happens to everybody. No, not, not to me. I, I am indefallible. It's not going to happen. No, no, no. Somebody may have to, you know, sponge bath, you know. Nobody or wa- sponge baths. Nobody will sponge bath the Bathe. freaking shot doctor. No, That's oh, buffoonery. Okay. Well, um, you they, might be hoping for it. Was Britt Eklund in her prime. Well, some beauty, yeah. you know, it could be. You were like a sponge bath from Britt Eklund? No. Farrah Fawcett? No. Oliver Sholem. I know she's gone, but if she was still I here. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Nobody sponge baths the shot doctor, okay? Bates. Yeah, all right. Well. Anita Ekberg, come on. Who Sorry. are these people? Aren't no. they how about, dead? Ra- how about Raquel Welch? Raquel Welch. In her day. <laughs> she comes into the hospital room. You're laying in bed. She's got that uh, whatever it was, something BC, you know, where she was, uh, you know, in that fur bikini. Uh-huh. Come on. Nobody sponge baths the shot no, doctor. Bates. Bath. Or base, whatever the hell yeah. the word is, never right. do that to me. No, no, no. So you're. I think tra- we have a show title. You're trying to keep <laughs> yeah, yourself you in good shape. Is that what you're saying? So yeah. you're exercising and keeping. And the fact thin. of the matter is, good for you. All I've done, Jim, is eat much less after six o'clock at night. Everything else is the yeah, same. That's the key. Uh-huh. I'm fine until about eleven, and I can get. I got to have get a cup. Hungry? Yeah, I get the. I get the. Yeah, I got some sweet. You got to noshy. You get noshy. I know it's the worst thing you can do, but yeah. whatever. My age, I don't care. Put me in a wheelchair. What do I care? If you had something like get a sponge bath. sort of healthy that you went for, like apricots or something. I'm not I eating mean- that at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. I'm just not doing that. I should. I understand yeah. that. Have a couple of apricots and maybe a date, you know? Yeah, yeah, something healthy. A couple of peanuts. At, at, at 11 walnuts. o'clock at night, Jim, you're going to do that? When you get up in the morning, you will really go and go and go. If you have apricots, that's probably right. Yeah. yeah well, that's one reason and why I'm not again. eating them. That's why I do eat a cupcake at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. Anyway, all right, shot doctor. Good job. Nobody sponge bays a shot doctor, Jim. That's the theme I come out of the show with today. That and my jimmies. Yeah, very good. We're right around the <laughs> corner, I think. Shot doctor every Wednesday on Real Radio 104.1. It's time to rise above the butt jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn.
learn something. This is the five-minute professor. Oh, yeah. Well, the president of the United States has finally completed his press conference. Went more than an hour. Sweating like a dog towards the end. But you have to give him credit. He was up there for more than an hour. Yep. He didn't make any sense, he but at least he guy, was up there. He called the guy from Kurdistan, Mr. Kurd. Oh, Mr. Kurd. Mr. Kurd. Uh, uh, I just started, uh, I don't know, I'm just... Olive, Mr. Uh, Kurd. Hello, Mr. Kurd. Time for the five-minute professor. Professor, what do you got for us today? Greetings and salutations. And to you, Mr. Phillips, and the file. Hello. Uh, so I, I, I may be topical today. No. I don't know if that was necessarily a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doubtful. Uh, but... Uh, my friend Tracy in New York was in Worcester on Monday. Yeah. So to fly from Worcester to JFK takes 31 minutes. Uh huh. And then it took her over two hours to get from JFK to 57th and 3rd Avenue. Uh-huh. And it is because. She took a bus? Of, she took a cab. And it's because of the United Nations. Apparently, the UN being in session uh, is a huge deal for the city of New York, okay. a city of millions of people. They block everything which, off, I guess, huh? The real street they block off is 57. So you get to... Now, you're familiar with the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get what? to the UN complex. The UN complex is at 42nd to 48. Uh-huh. That's where the UN is. But they block off 57th Street. That's quite a ways away, isn't it? Does your uh, friend Tracy live in the city? She lives in the city. Does she, she read in... the paper? Doesn't she, she does know read the Doesn't she paper. know that yeah. the she that would have been closed off? Yeah, maybe you thought 57th was safe. Yeah, you did. 57th blocks away. should be safe. They yeah. block off the middle of no, it, and they force everybody into these streets. But it's because everyone has to drive by Trump Tower to get there. Oh, boy. Because Trump Tower's on 57th. So everyone who's going gets routed down 57th so they can get to 42nd to 48th. It's crazy. It sounds it. I think tr- it's I think your friend Tracy can can't handle her own battles. Yeah. I don't think you have to yeah. fight uh, her battles. Yeah, settle down. Or is it a him? Yeah, settle down. It's a Okay, I'm just asking. Yeah, come on. Come on. I'm just a- this is your uh, massage friend. What? That's a way of putting it. Yes, it is Tracy. Who <laughs> that sounds me weird. To my your massage. massage. Right, they, they got a couple's massage, and uh, one of yes. them had like a little person, the other one had an Amazon. Am I right? A midget and an Amazon, a giant. It was something like, like that. It was very similar to that. We had a very Thank tall you. person and a very short person. Thank you for points. Thank you. Oh, points will points be awarded uh, for, for paying attention. Paid attention oh, yeah, yeah. in the past. Thank so rude. But it, it brings up. The fact that traffic is an issue in New York City. In fact, the president was late getting to the U.N. Mm. Did he forget there was a U.N. meeting? What happened? (laughs) Well, that that is really the joke that Stephen Colbert made. Oh, you know how traffic is in New York when the U.N.'s in session. The U.N. is in session most of the year, by the way. But at the beginning of the year, they block off a lot of streets because Mm. heads of state come. It's not just the the secretaries from the individual states that go, uh, from the individual countries that go. Uh-huh. It is the heads of state, uh-huh. like the president of Ecuador was there, the president of the United States uh-huh. was there. Big whoop. 
There are 195 countries represented at the United Nations. It's really 193 countries and then two non-member observer states, uh, Vatican City and the state of Palestine. The land for the United Nations was bought from a failed development, which was going to be called Turtle Bay. And it was bought by Nelson Rockefeller, future vice president of the United States. And he, he essentially donated the land. He bought it and then donated it to yeah. the U.N., but he got a whole bunch of contracts out of the deal, so he made money. Died at his desk of a heart the attack. They were thinking at uh, one time that Nelson Rockefeller might have been getting a... When he had a heart attack at his desk. Ew. So, here's the thing. Points. There are points for that. He was editing an <laughs> art book with a 25-year-old assistant yeah. whose apartment he paid for. Oops. Yes. And it wasn't his regular office. It was his other office. And he had a heart attack, and she did not call 911. Oh, suspicious. She she called the, the woman who got her the job. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Well, first of all, pull his someone... pants up. <laughs> By the time someone got there, he was dead. Yeah. No. By the time anyone got there. And then he was cremated, and the, the family did not allow for a an autopsy. Mm. And it's all very hush-hush. But apparently, Nelson Rockefeller was a womanizer his entire life. And the fact that at 70 plus years old he would have had a 25 year old assistant who was let's say assisting him boys will uh, be boys did, yeah. it, <laughs> I, apparently it was completely consensual that's yeah, got a heart attack he fell out of his chair they had to cover up that divot in the rug <laughs> <laughs> that's just wrong i know the united it, nations, it's kind of funny it is funny but it's wrong <laughs> the united nations secretary officers uh, that's the security, Yeah, uh, are generally responsible for security within the United Nations. They're equipped with weapons and handcuffs, and their uniforms look very much like New York City Police Department uniforms, but they are not New York City police officers. Oh, the NYPD's 17th Precinct patrols the area around the complex, and they're the ones responsible for shutting down streets. I think it'd be interesting to work at the UN. Always looks, I, cle I think Always looks clean to me inside. Hmm. Well, it's a relatively new building. Uh, it was established in 1945. They moved to these offices in 1952. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it is, it's new. It's clean. Lots of different new, people, you know, structure. milling about, you know, different Important colors and shapes too. and nationalities. And, you know, they got different, uh, you know, styles of dress that they're wearing. Different food. Oh, yes. It is. It's very much like Deep Space Nine. In my opinion, think of the United Nations, though, oh, that they they have a restaurant at the United Nations where you know it's strictly it's sub-Saharan African food oh. that people you know Nigeria and the Congo and they go there. You know, I mean, people who represent their individual countries, that's where they go. They're not getting takeout anymore. There's a lot of halal food there. Yeah. Oh yeah. For exactly. people who are Muslim. Yeah. yeah. Just asking. Mm -hmm. I, there, there is. I think some of them, like when the heads of state come, they bring their own cooks. Read. I would, too. Yeah, be, nice job. You don't want to be poisoned. Well, that's... I mean, that's suggesting you it. would be poisoned, but, you know, if you're a head of state, you got to... Sorry, you're the court jester. You know, you got to take a... You got to take a bite first. See if you the drop, like Nelson. <laughs> 
As of 2017, the top five providers of financial contributions to the U.S. peacekeeping forces yeah. are the United States at 28.47%, China at 10.25%, Japan just under 10%, and then Germany, France, the United Kingdom, the Russian Federation, and Italy. However, if you view it as a percentage of the world's economy, we get out cheap. Hmm. Because we are responsible, our GDP is more than 28% of the world's economy. No. So as a result, we actually get a, a, it's a bargain for us, even though we foot the vast majority of the bill. And there is a huge cost to providing security for the United Nations. All right, hold that thought on the United Nations. Back to the five-minute professor in a minute on, well, a couple of minutes on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A 29-year-old mom from Arizona has been arrested after she is accused of leaving her 4-year-old daughter at home alone while she went out partying. It's cool though because I hear the parties in Arizona are dry parties. Next, a Starbucks employee cursed out a customer over a cookie. Boy. The war on Christmas is starting early this year. Finally, a man in China has been fined for standing on one leg on top of a moving car. Sounds like the cops are just jealous of this guy's skills. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Whether you say Alexa or OK Google, you should always say Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. For a couple of more minutes with a five-minute professor on the United Nations. Big week for the United Nations, of course, and the Security Council, all that stuff. What else, uh, Professor? Well... Presidents from Truman to Trump have spoken to the United Nations. Not everyone speaks at the opening week every year. But very rarely does anyone go to the United Nations and say, a part of what you do is totally wrong. Uh, and our president actually did that this time around. He talked specifically about the International Court of Justice, which is the ICJ, also called the World Court. Yeah. And it's designed to uh, settle legal disputes between countries. Mm -hmm. But one of the things which he said about it is that it doesn't have an intrinsic uh, authorization to be the, the broker. You have to come to it and say, both countries have to say, we want you to resolve this for us. Mm -hmm. Mediator. It is more or less a mediator. It is a panel of 15 what? judges that are elected by the General Assembly mm. to nine-year terms. Which is a long time, and that's what we should do with our Supreme Court. We should elect them to long terms, like not forever. Yeah, like Canada does. Like like everyone else does. Canada. Nobody says, hey, we want a bunch of really old guys afraid to die because the other party will get their seat. Yeah, I don't know if there's that's any... That's just dumb. I don't know if there's any rhyme and reason for a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. Not anymore. Well, the, oh, the reason for Canada. it was to take politics out of it. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole idea. If you, if well. you can't run the risk of losing your seat... Well, how about we just say it's a long time, and when you're done, you're done. Supreme Court's always been political, now more than ever, but there's always been a political uh, component to the U.S. Supreme Court. There's no question about that. It is My another mind, one you. of the ways All that right. our founding fathers were moral. Let's get to some questions. Let's do that. Question number one. Yeah. What was the first year that the United Nations won a Nobel Peace Jim, Prize? Jim, 2001. That is 100% correct. Nicely done. Nice. 
Well, there in you go. 2001, the Secretary General of the United Nations was the second Secretary General from what continent? Moira, Africa. Africa is 100% correct. Nicely done. We're on fire. Yeah. The first one was Boutros, Boutros, Gali. The second one was Kofi Annan. Point. Oh, damn. Kofi Annan is from Ghana. How many hours away from Greenwich Mean Time or UTC, coordinated time, is Ghana? Ghana is. Jim. How many hours away from Greenwich Mean Time, Mr. Phillips? Oh, no. Two. Fewer. Really? Jack, zero. It is Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> Nicely done. This guy's good. How does that happen? Math. Because it's a line that goes all the way down the planet. Oh, Someone's got to be in it. I see. Yeah. <laughs> what year was UTC, Coordinated Universal Time, UTC, accepted as the standard oh, instead of Greenwich Mean Time? Oh, what Jim, year was UTC? Uh, that, was in, uh, that was in 1901. <laughs> After 1901. Jack, 1930. After 1930. Damn. Moira, 1970. Before 1970. Fritz. Now we have a range. <laughs> Mr. Fritz. Fritz. Uh, Mr. Fritz. 1950. It is between 1950 and 1970. Come on, big man. You can do I'll it. split it and say 1960. 1960 is correct. Oh Nicely done. Moira was in college. <laughs> what best picture winner... Was the highest grossing film of 1960. It was directed by Stanley Kubrick. Jim, that is uh, that 1960 Stanley Kubrick. Best picture winner. Highest grossing film of 1960. Jeez, what it would be. Anybody want to take a no. shot? No. No. Um, 60. Can you tell directed us by Stanley Kubrick yeah. and starring. Okay, yeah. here we go. Kirk Douglas. Oh, Moira? Ms. Moira. Jack. Uh, Kirk Douglas. Yeah, what Kirk. was the one in the chariot? Spartacus. Spartacus. Spartacus is, is absolutely correct. Nicely nice. done. Ooh, that was teamwork. Good team yeah. effort. Woo-hoo. Very good. Stanley Kubrick attended a high school named for which president? He is the only one to come in third in his run for re-election. Stanley Kubrick attended Jim. a high school named for which president? Uh, Roosevelt. Not Roosevelt. Close, though. I like that. Yes. Uh, Not take two of them out. That was close. <laughs> yeah, take two of them out. Was it before the Roosevelt's? Oh, come on. Come on. What are you doing? All right. A twixt. Oh, a twixt in between, huh? Oh, Jack. Uh, yes. Oh, Wilson. Before Wilson. There we go. All right, Moira Taft. Taft is absolutely Woo-hoo! correct. Oh, thank God. William Howard Taft came in third because Teddy Roosevelt came back and ran against him. He came in third in that election. Son of a... Taft is the only president who went on to serve in the United States Supreme Court. Taft was Chief Justice until what year? What year did William Howard Taft stop being Chief Justice of the United States? Well, believe it or not, that was uh, 1917. Uh, After 1917. 1930. 1930 is absolutely correct. Well done. Oh, yeah. The highest-grossing film of 1930 was Hell's Angels, starring Gene Harlow and produced and directed by what 25-year-old yeah. mil- millionaire filmmaker? Orson Welles. Not Orson Welles. No, it was who was the aviator? Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. It is Howard Hughes. Nice. There it is. By the way, he was 25 years old and a millionaire. He was a millionaire because his dad left him money. Oh, not because he was great at anything. Howard Hughes died in what year? 
Jim, 19... Nineteen seventy-five. After nineteen seventy-five. Gained support from David Rockefeller, at the time the brother of the vice president, to eventually run for president of the United Jim States. In 19... mm. No, no, no. I, no. I'm sorry. No. I don't think we were clear on the question. Okay. In 1976, yeah. what former governor gained support from David Rockefeller, oh. the brother of the vice president, oh. to, to eventually run for president That's of the United States? That's uh, Ronald Reagan. It's not Ronald Damn Reagan. Moira, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is correct. Oh, wow. Nice job. Jimmy Carter got support from... David Rockefeller, who was a Republican. Oh, I see. Uh, and uh, that led him to running for president. Jimmy Carter was speaking to an unofficial meeting of what organization in March of 1977 when he said, we can only improve this world if we Jim, are realistic United Nations. about its complexities. And the United it. Nations is absolutely correct. Well, we killed it. What a great round. 88? Get those bonus points in there. There it is. There it is. There it is. 70, 70. Holy cow. Holy cow. 110 points. Wow. What did you guys do last week when Moira and I were out? We got an 82. It was awesome. Yeah, we did okay for the... Well, you all right. Professor pissed off a listener on Real Mobile 77031. How? Because when you mentioned Founding Fathers, Professor said morons, and he said, nice character on your show. Oh. Calling our Founding Fathers morons. Wanna, you want to expand on that in 30 seconds? I will, yeah. I will give you one reason and one reason only. No one is three-fifths of a person. Your Honor, I rest my case. Good point. What? Points. I don't even understand what that points. means. Because of a person, because uh, that's what they said. slaves yeah. and people of color were not considered uh, full citizens. Come on, Ramon, read your constitution. I, those are extra yeah, points. I want yeah. some extra points on that. I want, okay, okay, 112. We're going to 112. 112 it is. <laughs> you can Thank find, you, your if you're mad at me, you don't need to be mad with Jack. You don't need to send it to Jack. You can come directly to me on Facebook and oh. I can tell you to your face what a dingbat you are yeah. at 5 Minute Professor. I'm not afraid. Um, but please go to 5 Minute Professor. Uh, we get group people. We do live trivia all across this uh, great state of ours yeah. uh, in the towns of Longwood and Maitland mm -hmm. only. Um, <laughs> and I do trivia on Thursday nights Where? at the Silly Great. I think about going there Maitland. tomorrow. Because I'm going to be running late because of these tomorrow. hearings. So mm -hmm. I just run in there, get one of those cheesesteak sandwiches. Oh, that is great. They offer the the Philly menu at the Silly Grape on Thursday and Friday nights until 8 p.m. So the same menu you can get at the Silly Philly, you can get at the Silly Grape on Thursday nights until 8 o'clock. Call ahead. It can be ready for you. What's the difference between the Silly Philly and the Silly Grape? Because I've been to the Silly Philly. It's, I don't know what's in the Silly well, it's Grape. It's about wine 10 feet away. I know it is. I've they're, seen guys oh. go in there. They're owned by the me. same people. <laughs> uh -huh. They're owned by the same people. And I know the Silly Philly sound, the Silly Grape sounds like a wine bar. Yeah. It isn't. They have only four different kinds of wine. It is really a, it's a bar and grill but instead of having great Philly cheesesteaks like they have at the Silly Philly, they have really fantastic flatbreads. They have my favorite hummus anywhere. Okay. Is right there. And I used to make hummus at the tea shop. We made hummus. This is I like I prefer this to my own hummus. Wait, if I go to the Silly Grape, can I get a cheesesteak sandwich? On Thursday night and Friday night until eight PM. 
So well, they expand I'm still the confused. Menu. So if I want a cheesesteak sandwich, I got to go to the Silly Philly. Well, the the Philly the, the Silly Philly closes at four o'clock. Oh, it's open from eleven oh, till gotcha. four Monday through Friday, and then they expand the menu to be included at the Silly Grape, really for my show. They give you a lot of fries uh, when you get one of those sandwiches they too. Them. They give you a big gigantic, uh, you if, know, paper sack of fries. A, if you get anything off the menu at the Silly Philly, you get this gigantic salad, which comes in a bowl, which is bigger than yeah, my laptop computer. It's big huge. Salad. huge. It's a, you got roughage for weeks. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, is that really right? It's true. On Saturday, I will be at the uh, Waco Taco. Waco Taco has the greatest chimichangas in the world. You should definitely go and get those. Right. And on they Tuesday nights, they are fantastic. And you can't eat... Well, you can eat what them one right, at a time, wrap but you'll be a big fat person. And then on, on Tuesday nights, we are at Post Time Lounge and Cafe. Okay, we're still, still, still the prize. The first prize is fifty dollars. Cool. Tuesday night trivia, first prize, fifty dollars. All right, Professor, we'll do it again next Wednesday. All right. I'm looking forward to it. You got a buddy, Five Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a little bit of PPT, person, place, oh, or thing. Yeah. Fun. We got uh, four contestants. We got room for one more if you want to join in. What's the prize? It's a pair of tickets to a petrified forest. Prepare yourself this Halloween. Experience Ooh. a new layout format Blue. with all new scares in Central Florida's premier haunted scare okay. trail. Uh, it's in Altamont Springs. You can find out more info at apetrifiedforest.com. All right, Mark, you're first up. Mark, pick a person, a place, or a thing. Let's try a thing. Let's try a thing. Thanks to Brad for the category. Hey, you block that line, too. You'll give Mark two clues. What All is right. this thing? The name of this thing is derived from Old French after the Latin meaning penis. I'll give you another clue because uh, we that, only have four you contestants. You need another clue for the that. The name of this thing, well, if you know your Latin, they have a solid, co- they have a solid core inside a protective casing, which prevents the core from being broken. So the name of this thing is derived from Old French, after the Latin meaning penis. Have a solid core inside a protective casing, which prevents the core from being broken. What is this thing I speak of? Okay, I can say this on the air, right? Let me say. Uh, we don't well, know what don't you're going to say. I have I mean, no idea what you're going to say. <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I can say dildo. Oh, that's your final answer. I'll say that all right. No, it's not a dildo. Here is uh, Dave. Clue number three, Dave. They're the number one requested school supply. You got that oh. right. Seriously? Yeah, they're the number one requested school supply. The name of this thing is derived from Old French after the Latin meaning penis. They have a solid core inside a protective casing, which prevents the core from being broken. Your clue, they're the number one requested school oh. supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Pencil. Pencil. That's your final answer? Yeah, baby. Hey, wow. Yeah, yeah, pencil. Yeah, common God. bond. A carpenter, eyebrow, and golf. Get the lead out. That's clue number five. Get the lead out. <laughs> Reese is the it. word, or just use the common graphite clay version. Yeah, the pencil. I'm not a big fan of the pencil. Never been a big oh, fan of the pencil. Oh, love the pencil. Oh, it's great, especially the way you guys doodle. I love doodling. Yeah, you, you know, you just keep working the point on the angle and and do that like. There's on the a side. fine art to pencil yeah, yeah. sharpening. There's a guy I can't remember his name. Mm. <clears throat> sharpening, but he's made so. a living. Yeah, he's made a living from teaching people how to sharpen a pencil. Mm. 
the best pencil sharpener in the world. Not with the no, crank. No, no, like at school, no, you no, shove no. it in the thing. No, you don't do around, it. Yeah, you around, don't around. do it with the crank. No crank allowed. Oh, it's so much better. Let me just say, no, that no, is no. the best pencil sharpener. You, you want a good sharpener pencil? You got an old school hand crank one. That's the way to go. Not no, the electric. If you see this guy, the, the way that he uh-uh. sharpens a pencil, sharper than you'd ever get. I, a pencil yeah, sharpener. I walk across my was... house. I pass up the electric to use the old hand crank one. It's for show. He doesn't use a hand crank. He doesn't need to use. I, I can't Good remember for what... him. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Learn something new every day in the program. Sure and, and his name is Joe Ticonderoga. As a matter of fact, he sells these sharpened <laughs> pencils. Probably makes more than all of us combined. Oh, oh you don't know. I don't know, but I'd like to maybe <laughs> wish him the Imagine. best. Imagine. Will Blitzer ever smile? No. Can he ever laugh or no, giggle or just, that. there he goes, a little bit, oh, there, a little bit of a grin. He did a little teehee. He did a little bit of a teehee. Jeffrey Tubin's on there watching CNN after the president gave more than an hour press conference. Up there for an hour. He didn't say anything, but... What are you doing? What are you turning it off? Why are you turning it off? Oh, well, we're not allowed to look at Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> you're no. done. No, you're done. <laughs> Moira's cutting TV you off. TV time's <laughs> over. Go to bed. <laughs> this is the biggest, Til this the is next the best show. I'd like it. everybody to get caught up with uh, with Better Call Saul, please. I'm oh, very concerned about Kim. All right. And I'd like your comments Kim. about this tomorrow before I'm off on Friday and the weekend. I'd really like your comments. Now, I know the big show, the really big show is this Kavanaugh thing. It's hell's a poppin'. There's not a better show on TV right now. There's some good stuff on TV and Netflix and Hulu and all that. But if you're looking for the biggest, the best, the biggest drama on TV right now, the juiciest, it's got everything. I mean, it's got, it's it's about discrimination. It's about uh, sexual assault. It's about uh, uh, legal issues. I mean, I'm telling you. Really? Yeah, of course. It's good stuff. Sounds good. I don't know if I have that. Do I have that? Have what? The Handmaid's the Tale. TV. Hulu. I, where do you it's get on that? Hulu. Oh, on Hulu. I don't know if I had that. That's terrific. That's a good show. Mm-hmm. It's right up your alley. Yeah. I think yeah. you'd like it. Oh, she'd love it. Have you seen any of it? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's good. Watch a few episodes. I was going to watch an episode last night. Why didn't I? I don't know. Something came up. Oh, I played my video game instead. He was fending off some Dominican salesman. Yes. Oh, God. I got to sit on my porch with yeah, a you shotgun You have to now. talk to your wife. Oh, I just got today's menu. It's uh, oh. roasted pork with some mango yeah. salsa. Well, eat all you can because you yeah. won't have any for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> Son of a gun. We're out of here. Back tomorrow at 3 or right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina Sealing. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.